Skirt bag. What is up, brother? This feels weird. I don't know. I don't know like what I should be looking at. Dude. I think I'm just gonna look at you. I'm. This is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna put this down. See it. Don't want to be so yet. It's not even. And now I just have like pod doc notes, so I can just look, talk to you. Look at the pod doc. If I got a pull up safari. Pull up safari. What if the uh, our YouTube channel that we don't have wants to watch this and just see a black screen? We have a YouTube channel. I just never upload the videos. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dude, this is historic. This is historic. First in-person pod. After what? Almost two years of doing it? This is episode 95. Oh, we should have waited five episodes. Well, maybe we should my OCD. Five more out. <laughs> Dude, why don't you just rip up five episodes tonight? But then the first one still wouldn't be... Episode nine? The first one in-person still wouldn't be the hundredth. They don't know that. We'll just release it as the hundredth. I don't want to be a fucking poser. I don't want to be a fraud. We'll do 99 with uh, special guest Andy. Yeah, and then we'll like, all right, Andy, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> we have to do an in-person Andy, podcast. Andy, dude, right? I'm telling you, there's a bar across the street. Go over there, drink some beers. We'll be over in an hour. <laughs> we'll be there in a second. Speaking of beers, um, I'm going to drink... You going after that Hawaiian first? I will. I got Dashboard Hula Girl. I think we... How Hana time. I think we got that when um, Jake and Rye were here like two weeks before the Super Bowl. And I just forgot it was in there, so let me know if you like it. Interesting. It says pow here, and I want to teach my kid this. Uh, there's just one Hawaii. There's just one Hawaiian word that I like. It's pow, and that means like done. Um, so like when you're full, like after a meal, and like you're done eating, like maybe if you didn't finish, you're like all oh, pow, or like whenever you're finished, like all oh, pow. Is that where Rocket Power got it from? I doubt it. They're pretty Hawaiian. Yeah, it might be. Did they say pow? I think that was like they're saying, right? Like or the or Tito, the old, the big fat guy from Rocket Power. I'm pretty sure. You don't gotta fucking call him. I mean, that's what he was. <laughs> Dude, we were out to eat the other day. I went, uh, a couple of my boys from that I went to Stockton with, they got together and they were like, yeah, if you want to come out. So I went to the bar and met, met, met up with them. And um, they were talking about this one kid's sister's boyfriend. And the one kid's like, yeah, like bigger guy. And the other kid's like, yeah, fat dude. <laughs> was like two kinds of motherfuckers. Bigger guy. Like, it's so funny when you're like in a setting where you don't want to just be like fat. Yeah, you know I mean? but it's but like everybody's thinking it. And like, you don't want to shit on dude's sister's boyfriend. Like, <laughs> yeah. really potentially be like his brother-in-law. It's like, yeah, that fat motherfucker. Yo, remember that fat asshole that we? <laughs> you see his sister? Remember we used to date that fat? fat fuck- <laughs> remember that fat fucking slob he used to be with? <laughs> I was embarrassed for you when I saw you guys walking around the neighborhood together. <laughs> Just didn't want to tell you that, but you know now that he's gone. Now that he's not here. Good riddance, right? <laughs> Um, no, we're still together. He's just not at this event. Oh my god, dude. And I, I don't want to like make this whole episode about fat people, but I saw this TikTok yesterday and it was about this lady, obviously fat woman, was saying how she was pretty much on TikTok bitching about how flights and, and flight companies don't cater to fat people. And it's like, one, our luggage is like, we weigh our luggage when we get it on. I, I, I feel like plane tickets should be based off, you should get on a scale and be like, oh, you're 700 pounds, you got to pay more. You're you're holding this bitch down. Like, you're the reason people can't have extra luggage on this plate. No, I don't think that's it. I think it's just like, I think she's probably talking more about like seats. Well, seats, yeah, it's that. Seats and like, she's up, like how, how, dude, if you can't fit in a seat on a plane, on a normal, like, Pay first class. They got big seats. They got bigger seats. You're just going to have to pay more. Not our yeah. fault. You're 700 pounds. You can't fit in a seat. Yeah. I think Aaron Judge feels when he tried to fly like right. He's six foot seven, 280. You think he fat? He sat in a fucking Spirit Airlines flight? No. Probably. 
I mean, he sat in one probably, but he didn't fit comfortably. They fit in them. They just don't fit comfortably. So what are you bitching for? Yeah. Flights aren't supposed to be comfortable anyways, especially if you're nah. flying fucking commercial econ. When I flew home from Houston, it was fucking two seat rows. Those are amazing, bro. Mm. Like just two on each side instead of three. Yeah. Was it and a small like, like little bit plane? Yeah, it was a little baby plane. Yeah, those are always nice. It's a little, little baby, little, little baby plane. Little baby plane. Look at that cute little plane. Have you seen those videos where it's like, Oh, officer, you thought I was doing 75? Oh, no way, sir. I was going way faster than that. You know, I'm just like a little, little baby, little baby snail. Oh, my, I was going way oh, faster dude, than I had 75. your feet, son. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, Boone, Boone knows all about going Boone fast, wants to get in the action. You should see him at the dog park, bro. He gets fucking cute. Dude, so they have this big... Speed. Yeah, you want to see real speed, bitch? They got this big, giant plastic soccer ball there. It's probably like this tall. Like, it's bigger than him. And yeah, he's a herding he's dog, so he loves chasing shit. Yeah, and I'll kick it, dude, and he'll run and bark at the same time, but like push it with his head around the fucking thing and just do laps. I like I like watching videos of like professional sheep herding dogs, like herding sheep, yeah. and, like, getting them all to go. Yeah. It's, it's honestly so satisfying just to watch them like <coughs> circle around the fucking herds of sheep and get them all to go, and then they start going off track, and then they're like, "Come on back, come on back, brother." Boom, come here. Boom word is up in my mouth. No, he's chilling, bro. He's like, "I'm hanging out, Uncle Ken. He doesn't even come through that much." Dude, that that fucking bunny he has in his mouth. Watch out, because that thing smells horrendously. Right. He fucking lays there at night and just suckles on it. That's like yeah. his fucking sex toy. Ben's got these fucking little lambs and he be sucking on and taking care of like there was baby and then Lex went and got him a couple little bunnies. They're like, dude, smaller than like mm, we have one. Little nerf football. We have one in there. They're they're like this big. Yeah. 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 Kyla Kyle loves it, dude. Little baby size. She rips the stuffing out of them. Yeah. Does he still have that toy that has like the, the heartbeat thing in it? Yeah, he never fucks with No? I've always wanted to see what Boone would do with one of those. I feel like he would love it. Ben never really liked it to begin with. No? Honestly, no. He wasn't ever a big fan. I think he was kind of scared of it. Like, we bought it for him for, like, anxiety. anxiety Just gave him more anxiety. (laughs) He was like, you know, I'm not about this fucking vibrating. (laughs) Vibrating. Why is this rabbit moving? (laughs) Oh, dude, we got a, uh, we got a fine lineup for the next four days of our lives. We sure it's gonna do. be flames. We sure do. Boom. Um, Get the fuck off his mic. This is not your podcast. Not petty me though. <laughs> I'll give him a little beep. Where's this thing? Um, no, you don't have to beep me. Don't be I'm being good. That's how sweet I am. It's like I'm actually allowed on the couch for once. Today. Oh yeah. See, see, just pet me right to sleep, and then I won't bother your mic. <laughs> oh, Dude, you're putting yourself in a bad position. Me? Yeah. yeah. I'll be all right. He's not gonna. He's not gonna leave you alone. Watch it, Boone. Go lay down. <laughs> Boone, come, come here. here. Come on. Come on. Hey, look how good I am. Come on. Thank you. I don't want that stinky thing. Trust me. <laughs> you say you're the here, brother. Um, honestly, bro, I had a great ride down. I listened to some tunes to start, and then I listened to Fantasy Footballers episode. Listened to a Greenlight Pod episode. What's um, what's green light pod is what? Chris Paul. Okay, yeah. <laughs> hey, there's just one part. Um, it's like it's like decently funny. Um, 
and but like they talk all about sports and like i really like chris's insight and like how he looks at like different nfl stuff and things like that yeah um so they're talking about the march madness tournament and i guess the one dude on there this guy Macon, he's like one of chris's friends that he grew up with he's like a realtor um he's real big in the march madness and i guess that morning he was on like some kind of march madness like bracketology show so they're talking about march madness he's talking about being on the show and he's like, I didn't realize that there was going to be people from the University of Virginia team there. As I'm talking about how, like, they're not that good in Alabama. So, oh, no. like, when they're, like, portion of the bracket. Yeah. Um, and that, but they're, they're UVA guys. And Chris was like, oh, come on, dude. Like, you're just showing guys. He's like, yeah, well, maybe it's motivation, you know. This, uh. Add a little fuel to the fire. Like, aging realtor that has doubts. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, okay, buddy. But then after after a while, I just went on a little kick. Did I had like a hour, hour and a half like country marathon, like getting back into like my old country roots, and then I went like an hour just rage against the machine, and then like I finished up with like an hour of J Cole. That's fire. Dude, I, I love how, like, when you have long drives like that, like, I do this, too, with my music. Like, I'll usually start with a podcast because, like, if you get in a car for, like, a 12-hour ride and you instantly put on music, like, you're a little fucked up in the head. Like, you got to smooth into that shit. You know what I mean? Well, I started with music just to get going. I, dude, I always just... the whole fucking farting. I thought I lost my wallet. Oh, thing. yeah, yeah. I was going to go to the DMV first, but I didn't. To get a new like, license or something? Yeah, but then I knew they wanted to print me one, and I was like, fuck that. Yeah. And Lex's sister, who's, like, becoming a cop, she was like, as long as you have a passport, like, you'll be fine. As long as you have some form of ID, you'll be fine. Dude, when I uh, got my North Carolina license, I had to fly to PA, like, the next day after I went and, like, pretty much ordered it. Because they don't yeah. print... In New York, they printed them, like, right on the spot for you. Yeah. But um, here they don't do that. They give you like a piece of paper that's just like folded up a few times, and it's like a temporary license. So I'm going through TSA, and the lady's like, "I asked the, the lady at the DMV, I was like, I have to fly. Is this going to be a good ID?" And she's like, "Yeah, it's the same as the license, just temporary." So I get there, and TSA lady's like, "Can't take this, not real ID." And I was like, uh, "I was told. I literally got this yesterday. I was told it would be fine and would work." She's like, "Nope, can't take it. Do you have anything else?" Luckily, I'm an asshole, and I keep my social security card on me, like in my wallet. You are an asshole for that. Yeah. I'm just, I'm afraid if I don't have it on me, I'm going to lose it. That's my thinking behind that. But then again, I lose my wallet all the time. Right. And when do you need your social security? I card? don't. What? What? That one single time, though. And it's, it saved me, got me on my flight. Yeah. But I feel like that's like a, a once in a lifetime scenario. Yeah. It's only happened to me once. <laughs> like, I, I have a safe that I keep in my nightstand that everybody knows go rob me. Um, my, my social <laughs> Go rob me. me. My girlfriend's home alone for the next four days. <laughs> Combo is blah blah blah. Oh, true. Ben is vicious. Don't fuck with that dog. Yeah. For anyone listening. Um. Yeah. So not a bad ride down, dude. That's not bad. And you left at like what nine nine thirty? Yeah. Got here like a little bit before five. Yeah. Yeah, it's not bad at all. Yeah. My initial ETA was like four fifty something, like four fifty seven ish, and. The, the GPS kept telling me to get off 95 and, like, go through, like, all these different ways. And I was like, nah. And every time I didn't listen to the GPS, my ETA went down. Yeah. I was like, you guys they, they try and get you to go, like, through the back roads and stuff. And they think it's quicker, but it never is. It never is. No. And, yeah, by the time I got to Wawa, which is, like, a little bit more than halfway, my ETA was down to 437. But then, like, I got gas. 
I got food. I found my wallet. I called Lex. I chatted with her for a little bit. So then, like, by the time I got back on the road, my ETA was, like, five. And then I, I cut, like, five or six minutes off of it from there. That's not and bad. Just cruising. Nah. Um, no traffic. I had, like, a little bit of, like, less than five minutes of traffic, like, once or twice. Did you come up, like, through, like, past Charlotte or no? Nah. Doesn't 95, like, skip, like, right past Charlotte? Charlotte's way out west. Oh, it, I just—I thought it was just north, like closer to the, like the border or, or like the sea line or whatever of North Carolina. But it was just north. No, it's way out. I, my geography of North Carolina is so fucked up, dude. It took us five hours to get to Nashville when we went there, and I was like mind blown that we were still in the same state five hours later. Yeah, we went through Tennessee to get to Asheville, and I was like, interesting. Hmm. I've never even driven through Tennessee. I have or Kentucky. Already, dude. When it comes to like. All right, so like the no- whole northeastern part of the United States, like that. I know, right. like, but when it gets to like the middle of the country and like strictly on the coastline and like PA and like those states in there, Rhode Island, I can all point out. But if you give me a blank map of the United States, like Colorado, I can pick out, but like all like the Louisianas and like the Kentuckys and the Iowas and stuff. I could do Louisiana. Isn't that because it's just like a long, doesn't have like a long piece? I don't think so. It's pretty straight up and down. Oh, maybe that's the way I'm thinking of it. Then I know it it's has just like, like a little. It's like that. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Um, but it has New Orleans. That's the only reason I know. Oh, true. But like Montana, it's Iowa. I know where Colorado is, but that's only because I've been there a few times. Yeah. Arizona, Arizona I could pick out because it's like the or Nevada because Nevada has like the V at the bottom I, where I it's like all connects. Like, to Texas. Yeah, <laughs> dude, California, oh, easy. Oklahoma. <laughs> Oklahoma, I know, because it's like kind of like a, it looks like a knife, like a butcher's and knife. What's above California? Um, Oregon, Oregon, Washington. Oregon, Washington. Yeah, see, I can do that. Yeah, I feel like the border, and then like a the, few states in the middle. But like when Midwest, it, Midwest like I'm lost on the like Illinois, Wisconsin. Yeah, like all the Great Lakes. Pretty much anything, anything west of the East Coast that's not California, I'm fucked. <laughs> yeah. Or like in Nevada, Colorado, Arizona, and New Mexico because they're like the Utah. four. Utah is like – Nope, not me. <laughs> it's like almost a square and has like a little, little hinge, hinge. At the top. Oh, yeah. It looks like a little – it looks like a vape. It does. Utah is a vape, dude. That's all it is. <laughs> yeah, it looks like when you get those fucking – the box vapes. Yeah. Literal box vape. Yeah, yeah, Utah, Utah's a vape. Dude, vape companies, you should start a, a vape flavored, vape flavor. Just call it like Utah Jazz, Utah Come Blue Raz, mm, and have like a play on the Utah Jazz logo. Yeah, they got a lot of stuff out there, bro. They got like extreme sports. They got mountains. They got bears. Dude, dude we <laughs> bears, bears do be out there. I used to have this puzzle when, we were, when I was a kid, and it was like the world, right? It was like it was like a big square, but then cut out. It was like it was like wooden. It was like half inch thick. And then cut out, and it was like the U.S. And then you had to put the pieces. The states were all the pieces. You had to put them in there, all wooden pieces. And Utah's was a bear. That's how it was like. <laughs> it had a bear on it. That's all I know. What is what that is like that? on their state flag? Oh no, that's California has the bear on the state flag. Yeah, I don't. They just got bears. <laughs> they just bears just be living there. Um, dude, I've always wanted to go. I was actually telling Maggie this the other day. I want to go to Utah, like just to visit or like go on a trip out there. I bet they have like the best hiking. Or snowboarding. Yeah, dude. I mean, they got Park City. Yeah, that would be fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, but 
I, I'd love to get out to Utah. I'd love to get out to Wyoming. Like, yeah. Expect like Jackson Hole is supposed to be beautiful. Yeah. Like some big Jackson Hole fan, so I'm sure I'm sure we'll get out She's there. She's a big Jackson Mahomes fan. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry to hear that. Yeah, Pat or Jackson? <laughs> what did Pat do? She just like can't stand his family and like. Yeah. I feel bad all, for him. All the dick riding from national media. Yeah. And I'm with her on that, dude. Like, I'm gonna sound like a sore loser Eagles fan really quick, but like. You're not going to tell me that the NFL didn't want the Chiefs to win. No, he's their fucking prized possession. He's, he dude. is their prized possession. They put the most into him. Like, just the way Roger Goodell and Chris Jones were like hugging like, after, dude. At the end yeah. of the game, and Roger Goodell was like, I don't give a fuck how you hit him. Like, bro, what? Yeah, dude. You're going to tell me that there's no collusion at all there. Dude, oh my God. If uh, fucking the MLB commissioner came out and said some shit about that when the Astros, like, cheating scandal came out, I would have been, I would have been fucking livid, yeah. dude. Rob Manfred like needs to be have his head on a fucking plate if that should happen. And yeah. like, Roger Goodell it's, 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 is I feel like right up there with just as like hated commissioner of sports with Robert Manfred. Dude, it's funny. Commissioners are so like like different nowadays, like thinking about John Morant and all of his shit in Memphis, which is out of control right yeah, now. Yeah, dude. Um He just got an eight game suspension, didn't he? I don't know. Did I think he? He, I think they came down with an eight-game suspension for like making the NBA look bad or something. Yeah, probably. Well, they made him look bad for sure. Yeah. Uh, but well, a couple weeks ago, they were like um, talking on part of the interruption, and they were like, "Dude, Adam Silver, what are you doing?" Like the guy before you, I can't think of his name right now. Uh, another no bald guy. It was another bald guy, wasn't it? Not Rich Paul. Rich Paul's an agent. Oh yeah. Suspended eight games following nightclub incident. I feel like that's not. I feel like eight games is not harsh. Well, I mean, I guess in NBA terms, like that's a that's a good chunk of games, but he's already missed probably eight games. Uh, let's see if I can see David Stern. David Stern. That was it. He was the one that got caught like using the N word or something, didn't he? Probably. Remember, he had like the social media, like some chick filmed him on a date or something. I mean, dude was like a hundred years old, so yeah. But they were talking about how like Adam, like this was like a couple weeks ago. Like Adam Silver, how has he still not done anything? Like what's taking so long? Been had fucking suspended him after like you get reports that John Morant fucking pulled a gun on like a sixteen-year-old fucking pickup basketball. What, dude? My thing is like. And it, and it sucks, sucks too, too because like when John Morant was even in his rookie season, like I was, I'm not a Memphis Grizzlies fan, but like watching him play, I was like, oh, I like this dude a lot. Like he's yeah. going to be a breakout superstar. And like there's like report, not even reports, but like people saying like he didn't come from like the hood or whatever. He's not like he's just being somebody he's not, which makes it even yes. worse, dude. Yeah, it's like why are you, you have this amazing opportunity and you're like missing it away. away just to like look cool. Just for some clout. And I, it doesn't even look cool. Like, I don't know what's cool about, like, showing off a little gun. Like, what's cool about that? Yeah, and a nightclub, right? And then, did you see the picture of, like, the entire, like, back room of a strip club just yeah, filled, filled with, with dollar, dollar bills. bills and the girl fucking giving them a lap dance? Yeah. Out of control. Out of control, dude. I mean, that's fine. Like, that's not illegal. Like, you know, do your but thing. There's nothing, just, there's nothing just, wrong with going to a strip club and, like, indulging, right? As long as you're not, like, doing anything illegal, but... Bro, I don't care how much money I have. You're not going to find me doing shit like that. No. 
Like what? I mean, it's also not my cup of tea. Also not my cup of tea, but I just, I don't get it, dude. Even like, I get it. They're like $1 bills to him is probably not shit. But like, even at that point, it's like, bro, I spent $10 on a fucking sandwich. And I'm like, God damn, dude. Sandwiches used to be $6. Yeah, dude, for sure. On two cigars. Oh, Two and a half. One of them was small. Yeah, a little chub guy. No, a skinny guy. Oh, little pencil dick guy. Yeah. All right. I got different flavors. That was a latte one. I was like, that sounds interesting. I'll snag yeah, a little try bit. that out. Yeah. I have, uh, I got a couple of cigars that I brought from home that my mom got me for Christmas. They, uh, they came from this guy that I bought cigars from in Florida. She ordered them from him for Christmas for me. I was like, cool, cool. Oh, was that the, from the shop when you and Lex went to Florida? Yeah. Yeah. I remember you telling us about that on one of the episodes of the podcast. Yeah. He always has good cigars and he rolls them himself and he's a veteran. So I'm like, all right. And they're good. I like I like his cigars a lot. Um, everyone that I smoked has been has been really good. I think you'll like this, guys. Every time I go in there, like May and I went in there when they were here a few weekends ago, and every time I'm in there, he's just like the nicest dude. Yeah, just I super really, friendly. I really like the one by my parents' house. Like he was always really cool. He always helped me pick out like good cigars and stuff. He had this cool fucking accent. He told me that uh, him and his wife they would like get a new cigar, get a new bottle of wine, and like drink it and smoke it together, and then like glue the little john you know you know the little the fucking, nah the little piece of paper that goes around oh, yeah, the yeah, cigar yeah. that tells you like where it's from and yeah. like what it is and shit like the label would, thing yeah they would glue that label onto the cork and they have like a collection of like new like new wine bottle with a new cigar combo and they have like a little like a big jar that they keep all their oh, shit oh that's on. mad cool yeah that's like a yeah, that's, that's like a cool way to collect like memories of the cigars you had yeah, that's dope. Um, you remember, like, remember we went to Shane's house and he had. Oh, you weren't there. Why did I think you were there? I've only been to Shane's house once, and it was like to drop him off or pick him up or something. I think it was when pick him up. when I was when he was abroad in Madrid. I went there for spring break with Kobe, um, and a bunch of people went out to do shit one day, and I was like, "Fuck that! I'm gonna go see my boy Shane." So I hopped on the subway and took it to Shane's place. Um, and so we get up there and he's like, so let's say I'm sitting on the couch, which is like a regular couch, right? And then his TV would have been like where your TV was with a wall behind it, but a little bit higher. And then like on top of their TV stand, they had like this big bowl and it was just like half full with corks from wine bottles. Cause you're in fucking Spain. You drink a shit ton of wine. And we were just fucking, we were just drinking wine, sitting on the couch and finish it. Just like fucking Kobe. Yeah. <laughs> you can hit it if not, you just fucking pick it up and put it in there. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah my mom actually had a, uh, I don't know if it was like the same, like she would drink a bottle and save the cork, but it was like just a decoration she had where it was just a vase filled with random wine corks from all yeah, over the place. Yeah, a lot of companies do that or they'll do like different like letters or shit, shit like yeah. that. How's the, uh, how's the Hawaiian beer? It's not bad. I was kind of looking for something. I was kind of expecting it to be a little bit fruitier because it says tropical wheat ale. Yeah. But it's not very tropical, but it's good. What's it? It says right here, clit beer. Clit beer. Yeah. Made with clits? I guess so. It's oh, certified clit beer. <laughs> certified clits. Wow. Yeah. yeah. USDA. USDA approved <laughs> clits. <laughs> wow. It might stand for Charlotte, but that would just be made too much. CLT. Oh, there's there's no I? Nope. Oh. Certified CLT beers. <laughs> Clits was way better. I wish you didn't yeah. tell me there was no I. Sorry about it. <laughs> I hate to break your heart. Yeah, dude. My achy, breaky heart. 
Um, so, so, dude, we're we're playing golf tomorrow. I'm yeah. excited. Um, we both were we were saying talking about earlier how we want to take this round serious, and I'm yeah. all about it, dude. I just want to break a hundred. I haven't broke a hundred in a minute. Really? I want to break ninety, dude. I last time I played, I shot a one hundred, and that's been that was probably my worst round in probably three months. Yeah, I uh, I just need to get my drive right. Maybe you just say fuck the driver. That's what I'm doing this weekend. I, I could. When I was playing, playing Hanover, my first round of the year. No, not Hanover. Uh, Gambler's Ridge, and um, like my first drive was like not great, but uh, my my I went driver six iron was fucking money, and then chip and putt, and I parred the first hole. I, I like never par the first hole when I'm golfing. Yeah. Um, and then it was like. The second hole is like pin straight, but on the right is a farm, like tight on the right. I don't think it's a cow farm. Um, so, but like you can't go in there; you're not getting it back. Right. And I went in there twice, um, <laughs> and then I went in the water. And then the third hole is a short par three. Just scold it just a little bit. Sent it over the green into the woods, mm. gone forever. And then the fourth hole is a long par five, again pin straight, but a farm on the right side. I must have put three. How many balls farms are around this goddamn golf course, dude? I grew up in the heck, in the heck, <laughs> like, and it's, it's redneck country. Right There's farms on farms on farms on farms. The entire property is encompassed by farms. Like on the right, it's a farm. Behind, so it's a golf farm. course on, on a farm. The, from the left, across the street, is a farm, and across the street, like the front of it, across the street, another, another farm. farm. One of them has to be a cow farm. Nah. What? Yeah, not not over there. Not a single cow farm? Well, there are cow farms, but not just right, just right, not right there. there. Yeah. Man. One of my dad's good friends, he has a cow farm. He used to work there all the time growing up. What's his name, Randall? His name is Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Close enough. Yeah, What's That's the difference? Um, but yeah, I lost like fucking three balls on that par five. Literally just gave up on the hole, gave myself a 10. That's like that's my boy's rules. Like if you don't finish the hole, you give yourself a double par. Yeah. Um. And so then, five hole five is like a dog leg right, and like I can drive the green, especially with my slice. It kind of plays nice. But I was like, dude, this shit has been so bad. I'm just poking it out there. So I just went like six iron, money, and then another six iron. Not money. Is six iron your lowest iron that you have? No, I have a four and a five. Maybe start ripping that off the. Uh, well, you said that your your like clubs are longer. The the my higher four and they my go. five have longer shafts. Yeah, and then six through pitching wedge are the same. Yeah, that's nice. I need to get mine um, are the same way, but I need like all the same length on all my irons. Yeah, I want the same. I want to see the most consistency. Took one of my three woods out of my bag. I just found out that you're only supposed to carry fourteen clubs at a time. That's like the rule. You can't have more than fourteen clubs for like real golf. I know, like. We don't play real golf. Right. If, I, if I had 15, nobody's going to fuck If I have 15, if you have 15 in your bag tomorrow, dude, I'm not playing with you. Well, I have 14. <laughs> um, I, I was like, all right, I'll, like, I'll do that. So, And I got a four hybrid. So that put me over the 14. They put me to 15. So I had two three woods. So I took one out. So right now I'm looking. My driver, a three wood, a five wood, a four hybrid, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine P wedge, 58, and two putters. Oh, you only got one like lob wedge? Yeah, yeah, it's funny. I was actually playing last day. I shouldn't have gotten the hybrid, and I should have gotten another lob. You need like a fifty-two. Fifty-two is money, dude, because it's like 
if you're if like, you're like uh, I'm a little too close for my pitching wedge, but I'm like too right. far from a 60 like, or a 58, 52 like is money. Yeah. 80 yards. Yeah, dude. Because my pitching wedge is like, I use my pitching wedge like anywhere from like 100 to like 110, 115. And then I'll go to nine. Pitching wedge? Yeah. Really? I don't hit my clubs that far. I don't hit my clubs as like far. you do, though. You swing like super fucking hard. I feel I like you can crush the ball. Yeah, but I try not to. That's fair. If I'm hitting the ball well, I'm not fucking not swinging that hard. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I use my pitching wedge like 100 to 115, and then I'll go nine from like 110 to like 125, and then I'll go and so the six is my best club, but I'll use that like 160 to like 180. I'll use a six, so then anything less than 160, then I'm like, okay, do I use a seven or an eight? So I guess my seven would be like. 145 to 160, and my eight would be like 130 to 145, and then yeah, my nine would be like 150. So when, how often do you break out your 58? Anything inside of 100, pretty much. Hmm. Unless I'm like at like 85, 90, then I'll probably use my pitching wedge. Just a soft pitching wedge, yeah. yeah. Swing, swing. That's what I'm saying, dude. A 52 would be perfect for you then. Yeah. Yeah, and dude, the four hybrid, I hit like fucking dog shit. I've was, never even had. I've never had a hybrid club in my life. It's. I, I don't think I've ever. I've swung one at like Top Golf, but I've never been like yeah. playing real golf. Andy hit one. me up the other day. I don't know if he texted you, but he was like, "Hey, He's getting his new driver." Not, not, he was like, "Hey, par five. It's your second shot. Like, what club are you using? A wood or a hybrid?" And I was like, "Well, it depends. Like, there's a lot of things to take into consideration." And I was like, "But if I think I can get it there with a hybrid." Then I'm going to use a hybrid. Right. If I think that I'm going to come up short, then I'll use a wood because I it'll roll out more with a wood. It's supposed to anyway. Um, but like, and there's just a lot of things to consider. But like, it, it really depends. Um, he was like, "Oh, look, I'm, I'm just wondering because like I'm thinking about getting one. I don't know which one to get." And I was like, "I think you should probably get a wood." He was like, and then he's like, "All right," because um, I only like I only start with just woods, right? Like, dude. So do you do you like use your woods often though? I have a. Five wood, like a new five wood that I got when I got my driver that I have now. I've swung it probably five times. Um, yeah, I use my woods pretty much 200 plus. I'm using a wood or a hybrid. 200. So if you're, if you're sitting at like 205, you're using a wood. I'm using my four hybrid. Four hybrid. Yeah. If I'm like 215, I'll probably bump up to my five wood. Yeah. And then if I'm like 230, I'll use a three wood. I need to, I mean, that's the thing, dude. Like, I can hit the ball so fucking far, I just can't keep it consistently straight. Like, my four iron, dude, I can hit, like, 210 yards. Yeah, I've been, I've been, dude, I've been, like, really working on my swing and my mechanics a lot. And it's helped a lot with my irons, but it's my drive has just been destroying yeah me. I, and it's it's because the drive the swing you have with a driver is it's so, so different. different it's so much you're standing so much farther away from the ball yeah that's it, what it is it's how far i am from the ball that dude and, and your the arms same with, same way with the hybrid and the woods yep. it's like you swing those halfway between a fucking iron and your driver you know what i mean um so it's tough because it's like okay like in my head I'm like, right what if i just swing this the same way as i swing a fucking iron I'm like, well, that's can't. not. I can't because it's too long. Right, right. Maybe I could just get my fucking shaft shortened on my hybrid to be the same as my irons. You know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah. even then, dude, the club face on a hybrid, or you said a wood or a hybrid? Hybrid. Oh yeah, that might work because it's closer I mean, it's, to an iron face and yeah. than a wood face. Yeah. 
Um, it's basically an iron face with a wood, with a wood back end. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, that's, that's like exactly where I'm at now, dude. It's like, why would I even use my driver? Like I'm not, I'm, I'm going to give up the 50, 50 chance. I hit this fairway, right? If I use my driver, I'm hitting my driver 250, 260. If it's like a decent drive, yeah, I can hit my four iron pretty much straight almost every time. And I'm just sacrificing like 40 yards. Like what's 40 yards at that point? Like, it's either I lose a ball and I have to take a stroke, or I have forty less yards on my drive. Yeah, um, I don't hit my irons consistently enough for me to be like, all right, if I fucking use if I use an iron off the tee box, like I'm gonna hit this straight and be in the fairway and just shorter than you know with my driver. Yeah. And the other thing, dude, if when I connect, when I do, when I hit my driver well, like it's fucking pin straight sitting in the middle of the fairway further than anybody else. Yeah. I've seen you, I've seen you hit some tanks before. Yeah, dude. And it's real. Like, I don't know what it is. I'm just like, all right, I'm just going to grip it and rip it. And it, I guess it's just like, and is it when you don't, don't think about your swing where you're just like, fuck yeah. this, I'm going to hit this ball hard. Yeah. Me too. That's the only time I can hit my driver, like far and straight. So I played the last time I played was with Tim and Owen and I had a pretty bad slice first couple holes. And Owen was like, dude, just drop your back foot back like two inches. He's like, whenever I'm slicing, that's what I do. And it almost fixes it almost automatically. It forces you to, like, come around the ball a little bit more. And, like, that's all you need to do. And you won't notice it in your swing too much. And then I started thinking about it. And then my slice was fucking literally ten times worse, even with dropping. Ten times worse? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but I was thinking about it so much. It was also crazy windy that day. It was, like, 25, 30-mile-an-hour winds all day. Yeah. Um. That's the only thing I don't want. I don't want wind. Both of my rounds in 2023 have been crazy. Crazy wind. I think tomorrow is just going to be cold because I, I don't know what it is. I know uh, the Northeast got hit with like a crazy snowstorm, but I think it's just a giant cold front like yeah. coming through. Yeah. Um, Perfect timing, right? Right. Obviously, dude, it's so frustrating because we'll go all week and it'll be like – and the last two or three weeks, I mean, two weeks ago when Mayo was here, we got a perfect fucking weekend for weather. It was like yeah, 75 degrees, 80 degrees when we're at that record thing. Yeah. And then all week, it's gorgeous. Friday comes around, it's fucking miserable and cold all the way through Sunday. Rainy, cold, nasty. Of course, back to work for the week, gorgeous. Fucking sun every day. It's, dude, it's so annoying. And it's like, god damn, it's like you don't realize like when you're an adult and have a 9 to 5 and you only have a certain amount of free time now. It's like... All right, I'm really banking on this window of free time I have to be nice where I can go do the shit I want to do. And it's like when it doesn't work out, it's just like, I guess I'm staying inside playing video games or watching a movie. And it's like, oh, dude, it's so frustrating. Yeah. I hope the weather holds out for tomorrow, but also for golf Friday morning. I was looking Friday. This Friday looks nice. It's going to be like 60, 65 degrees Friday when we play. Yeah, I think it is going to be nice. That's going to, dude, I cannot wait to be out there with all the boys, all the the amazing vibe of everyone just fucking no care in the world about responsibilities or anything we have to do later, just fucking vibes and nothing. So we're going to literally be back in college, dude. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. We should play like some sort of. I think I feel like best ball and just like after the first hole, we'll all fucking group up into one big group, play some sort of best ball, just keep our pace going. Yeah, I feel like we could do there's, that. There's going to be like tea times right behind us. Right, Muko. Uh, sorry, we've taken your living room over. Yeah, um, I think best ball would be fun, especially since we have seven. Like, yeah. we'll keep our pace, but also like, how many people are? Uh, it is St. Patrick's Day, but how many people do you think are actually going to be like out golfing? Well, were tea so, time? Were there like a lot of tea times when you booked us? So when I rebooked us, because I booked us for Friday, for Saturday originally, but then it was going to rain. So when I switched to Friday, 
they had like eight. I think like eight. No, they did eight oh three, eight twelve, and eight twenty one because every nine minutes we got eight twelve and eight twenty one. Nah, at eight twelve, eight twenty one, and eight thirty. So we took eight twenty one and eight thirty, and there was nothing after that until like ten thirty or ten forty five. So all the tea times after us are booked up. So there's going to be people behind. Us. Damn, we're going to be like the fucking hungover, like younger kids getting the earlier tea time. That's like unheard of on a. Well, I guess it's Friday. It's not technically a weekend, but it's usually like the old guys that get out there super fucking early, seven thirty in the morning to get ahead yep. of everybody. And it's going to yep. be us showing up, like cracking beers. <laughs> when I played in Fort Lauderdale, I got an early tea time so I could like get done ASAP and have a day with Lex after that. And um, it was me, three old heads. Oh, you got like paired up with them? Yeah, yeah. Were they dope? They're fine. I feel like that's usually how it is. Like. It's, it's weird because when you go out and play by yourself or, like, you get paired up with random people and you get, like, the one person that sucks to play with, then it's, like, every time you get paired up again with another person, you're always, like, fuck, I hope it's not, like, this guy that I played with or I hope it's not, like... Honestly, dude, like, knock on wood. It's been pretty good. I've always had pretty good random. Really? Uh, We got... I forget who it was. I think it was Don and I when he came down to Myrtle the last few times. But we got paired up with some old guy and he was just, like... Like, we try and chat him up, you know, just not even, like, try and be, like, you know, best friends with him, but small talk. Like, make things not awkward, and he was just, like, not having any of it. And we were, like, you want a beer? And he's, like, I don't drink. You want to? That's why he's fucking all cranky. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. But um, the uh, kid and the dad we got paired with the last time you and I played up up at your house was, they were pretty cool. They were nice. They were good. That kid was good. Yeah, that kid was too good, <laughs> like to be yeah. playing with us. Yeah. Um, that kid was good. Yeah, he was like lining up his pods and setting them and checking every angle. We should uh, we should start that eighteen birdies league this weekend. We should do it. To- start it tomorrow, dude. Get our first like. I can be down if I get my boys into it. I know they're playing tomorrow too. Yeah, fuck it. Dude. Some of them are because I texted them after you texted me, and I was like, "Oh man, it's gonna be thirty two degrees at tea time at the Hackler tomorrow." And my boy was like, it's going to be 37 at Cream Ridge tea time tomorrow. Oh, man. And I'm like, have you guys got better fucking tea time weather in Jersey than I'm going to have in Myrtle, Myrtle Beach? Yeah. yeah. Oh, dude. Oh, speaking, speaking of Myrtle Beach, sitting on this couch during my lunch break the other day looking for a tea time for us. And we usually play, we'll usually always play like Myrtle Beach National or even River Oaks. It's like the cheap, fun course. Yeah. The one Austin was on. Dude, Dude, called him. I was like, hey, I'm looking for two tea times, like, between 8 and 9 o'clock Thursday morning. Um, We can't take anything after that because we got to be, like, hitting the road after. He was like, I don't got anything for you. The earliest I can get you in is 1030, and it's, like, 94 a person. I'm like, $94 at River Oaks? I was like, okay, no, I'll call around, dude. Call the wrong River Oaks. No, I did. I've called him many times before to set tea times, and I was like, listen, his name was Rick. I was like, Rick. You're fucking me, dude. I'm not. Nobody's paying ninety four. I'm not letting my friends pay ninety four dollars to play golf at River Oaks. Sorry. I spent so much money at when we went to Myrtle Beach National. Yeah, well, that's the other thing, dude. So I don't know if it's because it's like starting to be golf season, but so I called them and they have three courses to choose from, right? Kings North, Palmetto, and West West Course. Yeah. Or not Palmetto, South Creek. Palmetto is Myrtlewood. Um, so I called there and I was like, Hey, I'm looking for two tea times between eight and nine o'clock Thursday morning. What do you got? And he was like, which course? And I was like, whatever one's available, like, doesn't matter. We'll play it. He was like, ah, I can get you on Kings North. And I was like, Oh, great. Like 
what time? And he was like, it's kind of early, like 7.45, 8 o'clock. I was like, that's even better. Like, we got to be out of town, like, after we play, so that's fine. And he was like, all right, it's going to be, like, 102 a person. No, 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 131 a person for Kings North. Oh, my God. I was like, dude, Myrtle Beach, like, you're not even, like, a nice course in Myrtle Beach. Like, you're, okay, Myrtle Beach National sounds nice. It's nice, but it's, like, there's so many more nicer. Kings North is actually one of my favorites. It's Yeah, I mean, it's one of my favorites, too, but it's because it's, like, easy and fun to play, but not because of, like, how nice it is, you know what I mean? Like, there's so many more nicer courses. Yeah. 131. I literally told him I didn't want to be like, nah, fuck you. So I was like, let me talk to my group and see what they say. I'll call you back. I was just like, fuck you, dude. I'm not calling you back. So then I tried there. I tried uh, uh, some other one in Conway. Jake told me about, I forget, but everything was like $90 or more. And I was like, what the fuck? And then I was like, um, Austin said Hackler. And I was like, I thought about checking Hackler, but I knew I was like, if everything around Hackler is that expensive, Hackler is probably going to be the same. Get on the website and it's like, Local rate, 18 holes, $44 a person. I said, yes, sir. And they had like a thousand fucking tea times open, dude. Like, they have the mad nice, they have the mad nice carts too. With the they have mad nice carts. Yeah. yeah. The, the range and everything. got the best fucking carts in, in Myrtle Beach. People sleep uh, on that course, dude. Yeah, that that was the first course that we played when we came down in November for our golf trip. Yeah, Hackler's was dope. Game. Maggie and I actually had our first kiss on Hackler. Emery, Emery showed up with a fucking flat tire. Oh, when oh, you and your boys went down? <laughs> he showed up to Hackler with a flat tire? What the fuck? I think he popped his tire at that roundabout near... Uh, On campus? Nah, nah, the roundabout. Near 501? Oh, yeah, yeah, And Ale House. Okay, yeah. That, that roundabout. I think he popped his tire there. Wouldn't surprise and then it me. And it was like, fuck it, I'm close off the Hackler. Drove there. And, dude, we had a tough time getting that bitch off. We were like, we'll, we'll help you change it. Like, stick around for you to change it. And we had a really tough time getting his spare tire off to get, like, the donut on it. Did he, you guys right with did he have, off. like, a... Yeah, he had a donut in his car. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, did he have, like, the, the ratchet tools to get the tire yeah, off? Yeah, he had everything. It's just, like, the tire was, like... It's probably because, like, down here, it's, like, such salty air yeah. that, like, they all kind of rusts a little bit and, like, corrodes together. That And it hadn't been taken off in so long yep. that... The, the tire, like the holes in the tire and the rim, were like corroded to the fucking. That's probably bolts. how my alternator bolt was, dude. That's probably what caused that. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was tough. We were struggling with it, but uh, I mean, we got it, and we all went on our merry ways. Yeah, Hackler's a uh, Hackler's definitely a fun course. I love. I think it's number it's long, ten. Dude. It's like seventy two hundred. Yeah, it is pretty long, but long courses have never bothered me. My whole thing is I can't the fucking ball straight. Number 10 is not bad. Is that a part that three? Par three? Par That's that par it's three that goes over the pond? Yeah. yeah. I love that hole. I, I had a great first shot on that hole, I think. Nah, I lied. I think I might have been in the... <laughs> yeah, my first one, I fucking hit off the toe of my club. And... <laughs> <laughs> right my, the water. On, my second one, I cranked, but I, I like kind of hooked it a little bit, and I ended up to the left of the green. Yeah, yeah. that uh, I've definitely ended up in the water on that hole before, but I remember... I remember I, I think you might have been there for that one time. I think it was when it was me, Jake, Jordan, Trevor, Waldo, and I think it was just like the group of guys were playing golf. It was at it was post your graduation. I think I still might have been at college, but everyone was down for some reason. It might have been like a weekend when Jake and remember when Jake and Dylan lived at the spot Clay and I lived at last year, that apartment complex. I didn't know they lived there. Yeah, not the same building. Like not the same place but like a building like down a little bit but in the same complex it was there jordan 
I've been to their spot, but I didn't know that was the same as where you live. Yeah, yeah it's the same. same yep, yeah, same I place. No right, right outside Market Commons. Interesting. Um, but I think it was that year, and everybody was down for like Memorial Day weekend or something. We played golf at Hackler, and I guess like a house on one of the holes, like on the back side, was having like a frat party or something. And some girl came out and was like, "Can I try?" And Jordan gave her her fucking golf. Like his his driver club or whatever, and she yeah, sat there and tried to hit this ball like seven times for like five minutes, and everybody else had already driven. We're all just sitting there watching this girl trying to drunkenly hit this ball, and we're like, "All right, can we fucking get yeah, on yeah. with it?" Like we have was that was it over near Big Blue on yeah. that on that hole? Yeah, yeah. But the house that she came from was on the right side, not not towards Big Blue. Oh, really? Yeah. She just like yeah, climbed over the fence. Like, was like, "Can I try?" And drunkenly stumbled up to the tee box. Two goes along 544, or is that three? Um, That is three. That's three because you start on one, and then you have two that has, like, the little bit of a dog leg that goes over the little creek right before the green. And then the one after that is the one that, like, dog leg is right, and 544 is right on the left side of it. So then four is a dog leg right. It's a pretty hard one, and that's where you bow and then used to live. Yeah. So, so then five, five is like almost dead straight, and then it goes along the side of Quail, and that's where Big Blue. And I think it's that. Hole. I think it is that hole, but the like on the other side of the hole is like the inside of that community. Right, right, right. Yeah, we've had some interesting dude. Who would have thought? Like, remember the time we were actually just talking about this the other day, or the night of the it's Triscuits motherfucker. We got like we were leaving Ubao's house in Quail when he lived there, the Jeep house. We we're leaving Jeep house, and we like. It was, what, like three months into our coastal career? Didn't know where the fuck we were walking through a golf course or whatever, dude. Who would have thought, like, fucking seven years later we'd still be playing golf there? Not We didn't even play golf at that point. We never played, we never golf. played golf when we were in college. I played hacker once when I was in college. It was, like, in my senior year. Yeah, I think I played golf maybe other than, like, my last. When you were there, I, yeah, I played, like, two or three times maybe. I played once at Hackler, and I played once, um... It might have been. I think it was Wild Wing. Oh, you no, played you Wild Wing that early? Nah, nah. Oh, oh no, no, this was when. Was it when Journey went with us? Maybe it wasn't Wild Wing, but it was like that area. Yeah, it, it, yeah. Because, you remember Kyle? Yeah, Kyle Hooley. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was the course was like throughout his neighborhood, mm-hmm. and I remember like dr- we had to like drive on the roads to get from behind uh, where MK used to live. Yeah, yeah, which is the same where Wildwing same is. Where Wild- it's also down there. Yeah. Like, is there two courses back there? There must I be. think it. Or does Wildwing have two courses? Wildwing might, but I've never. Oh, oh, they used to. Uh, like the last two years, I think one of them got closed down for housing. So it might have been that one that you played. Yeah. Yeah, because it was back there. And I remember like driving through the neighborhoods to get to the holes. And those are the only two times that I played when I was in school. Yeah, I was the same way. Like maybe played two times. Always had clubs. Like from yeah, freshman year, always, always had, had clubs. clubs. But then when Doobie and I lived together, or even when Jake, Shane, and I lived together, we played a few times. But when Doobie and I lived together and, like, Jake had already graduated and I was, like, Doobie was, like, literally my only, the only friend of our friend group left there. Yeah. Jake and I played, like, every fucking weekend because it was, like, the start of that golf group that plays. I want to start playing, like, all the time. Dude. No, dude. I, I think it might be good this summer, like, because I can just, like, tell my boys, like, yo, when are you guys playing? And I'll, and I'll be able to go meet up with them and – I'm not going to be working. Yeah, that's how we were last summer, dude. Every Saturday morning, like... Well, they played during the week a lot. Oh, really? 
See, two I, o'clock tea times on like a Thursday. Yeah, I can't get off work and like to do that. I, well, last summer I did a few times. Like, there's a course ten minutes down the road that's by Maggie's school that sometimes at like you know four thirty roll around and I'd get off work like half an hour early and be like, all right, I'm gonna go play nine, but never had enough time for eighteen because it would get yeah. dark. During the summer, I almost always would work eight to five instead of nine to five, so I worked nine hour days instead of eight, and then that would basically give me like four hours i could take one four hour day right like do four nine hour days is 36 hours and then one four hour day so that would free me up just to be save able to that for friday yeah unless or if we golfed on thursday because I, I think we would golf thursdays at this one spot cream ridge it's like where i grew up there's three we have three like hometown courses basically they're all like between five and ten minutes from where like our our child home childhood houses um and the nicest one cream ridge they have a nice bar and restaurant as well that's all of our favorites i think thursdays they do like uh burger specials like different burgers on special every thursday for like five bucks so i think we were playing there and then like getting dinner afterwards like pretty regularly i think it's thursdays they did that so not always on friday but then like, whatever then i'll just work a full day that friday. sounds bomb i would definitely like plan my entire week like nine hour days from monday to thursday and then take friday like it's basically a uh, three-day weekend four hours a day dude you're done by yeah. noon yeah work eight to 12 and then i'm done yeah that sounds awesome did you see there's actually the bill for a four-day work week just got reintroduced to congress so i mean i think it should pass dude there's um I, like i told you i read this that book do nothing and it's all about like people don't need to work as much as they do no and you'll be like pretty much everywhere in the world where you where they reduce the work hours productivity has stayed, stayed the same. same right and it's, and it's because, because you work, work the, the the traditional nine to five monday through friday especially people that work from home now and i'm like you know there's just because you work long hours doesn't mean you're productive that entire time and i know we talked about this like a few episodes ago but like dude there's no way anybody sitting down at 9 a.m every day on their computer even if they're in the office, right? Like working straight up, being productive from nine to noon, taking an hour for lunch, sitting right back down at exactly one o'clock, and then from one o'clock to five o'clock, staring at your screen and doing work. There's not enough work unless you're like a fucking software engineer or some sort yeah. of like, you know, yeah, so shit like that. There's not enough work to be done in like any fucking job where that needs to be applied. One, two, Human brains just aren't like wired to do that. They're not made to. They're to not work like that. Unless you're on, like unless you're on Adderall, you can't. Like, like I know, like you know, my high guy thoughts don't always translate to the way that they should. But I like tried to say like a couple of episodes ago about like how quickly our like technology and like our lifestyles have evolved. That's not enough time for our bodies and our brains to evolve, right? Like, it takes millions of years, dude. At least thousands, or like <laughs> yeah, you know, very tens, least. tens of thousands, yeah. right? But, like, from the time that we were hunter-gatherers to now has been so short. And, like, we're our, our, like, our genetic makeup isn't made for this kind of, like, this style of life. No, it's really not. Which is, to another point, like, the whole emergence of, like, AI software. Have you been watching the new South Park episodes? No. I think, what was episode three? I think I saw episode three. Episode was three one. was about... Fuck, we watched it when Mayo was here, and it was pretty good. Um, I forget, but the newest one was about ChatGPT, 
and how yeah. like all the students in the school are using chat gpt to do like their homework and essays and stuff and how stan is using chat gpt to send his girlfriend like text messages so he doesn't have to bother like thinking about like what she wants to talk about and all this stuff and pretty much how it's like pretty much just fucking everybody up and uh then i saw something on twitter yesterday about how this guy had found this ai generator thing he was he started the tweet off with basically saying instagram's fucked Instagram is not going to be a thing in the next five years because AI is just going to be generating every po- every photo ever. And he's pretty much like, it's a whole thread. I don't want, I'm not going to explain the whole thing because I don't really know exactly what I'm talking about. But he did this whole Python chain of code where he started doing AI generated pictures of Barack Obama. And they weren't real pictures that were taken ever. But the pictures that were generated with his, his line of coding were like, Dude, you, what, you, there's no way anybody could tell the difference if that was a real photo or not. Right. And that's that's, that's, that's so terrifying, dangerous. dude. That's just, like, dangerous to, like, I think about, like, female expectations, right? Like, if you're to have a daughter and she's growing up and, like, her expectations are built off of the people that she sees off of social media, but the people that she sees off of social media are fucking fake people oh, that are dude, generated that's by Dude, that's not AI. even female expectations. It's just human expectation. Anybody. Yeah. Uh, dude. Even, like, when it comes to guys, when you see, like, the new Creed movie and all, like, the... I know, like, people in Hollywood are all juiced up for the most part. And, like, you know, it's not... It's, you can't lie. Like, they're not naturally, like, that good looking. Like, they're juiced up and they have, like, crazy regimens. And I get that. But, like, even now, like, you see, like, pictures on social media of, like, these AI-generated photos. And it's like, fuck, dude. Like, I'm never going to be that shredded. Like, what does that do for people's mental in general? Like, girls see pictures of, like, these crazy supermodels and it's like... That's not, not real life, dude. Like, yeah. one, one, it's not real life, even if it is a real photo, because it's edited like a motherfucker. And, like, yeah. most people that live the supermodel life aren't, like, that's not normal the way they, like, die and the way they do shit like that. Yeah. Two, these AI generated shit, it's literally a fake photo. It's not real. Yeah. Social media is not good. The. And dude, but, it's but only I love been it around for, for like 15 years. But I love it for something, right? Like we talked about before. Like I love it for getting workouts and shit like that. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. And memes. Like, memes is the best, the best part of social media. Like, like getting on social media and having a good is. laugh is the best part of it. Like I'll get on TikTok and I'll see something really fucking funny and I'll genuinely sit there and laugh at my phone. Worth it. Worth it. Every time. Yeah. But then there's, like, the other side of it is so dark and toxic, dude, and I feel like it's not really talked about as much as it should be. I just feel like it's, like, so... I just feel like it's so detrimental to, like, our mental health and our mental psyche. There needs to be... I mean, I've seen I've seen laws being introduced to where, like, they're now, like, anybody after... Oh, no, this was completely not even regarding social media, but side note... Anybody born after like 2009 or something like that can't buy tobacco products in California now. Interesting. Like not like you can't buy any cigarettes. You can't like you. It's not even like oh you have to wait till you're this age. Like you straight up cannot buy them, which is a step in the right direction. I feel like that's that's pretty good. Yeah. But uh, I saw this other bill was getting introduced where you have to be um, verified 18 or older to start being on social media, and I was like. That's great, dude. Like, I feel like your brain is still not, like, developed enough when you're 18 to, like, really... I mean, dude, think about it. We started when... We started when we were, like, 13, bro. Like, when Facebook was a thing. Like, I remember, like, my mom letting me have a Facebook page, like, finally when I was, like, 12, 13. And I was, like, so excited for that, but... My mom didn't let me have one. I was fucking sneaking on to play Farmville. 
Farmville was the shit. Farmville was. Maggie loves a good Farmville. She still plays. Um, yeah, I was like addicted to Farmville. Yeah, getting on and seeing how much your crops have grown in like twelve hours. Well, I would like get on like before school, like before the bus came. I was like, I gotta check my crops. That's how I was with RuneScape. I can't can't let them sit here and like check my crops. (laughs) They'll they'll die if I don't fucking harvest these bitches. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I was I was like low key addicted to it in fucking like sixth grade. But that's, that's different, different than being like on social media. You know what I mean? That's just a game. Yeah, that's like that's video true. gaming. That's true. That's, that's true. different that's than different. getting on Instagram every and scrolling. Yeah, and just seeing like all this detrimental like fucking uh, clicky bullshit. Like it's crazy, dude. It really, dude, dude. Have you seen? I I know we talk about like the Twitter kind of like algorithm a lot, but like you know how they have the for you page now and the following page. Where it's, so like, it's like, all right, if you open Twitter, there's a tab you start on. It's for it's called for you, and then you can click on the right side of your homepage, and it's following. So like, if you click on following, it'll just be. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I've seen many people talk about this on Twitter. My for you page is all now. It's just like fight videos, videos of people dying, like straight up, like oh, like extreme, like. See, see, I just opened my Twitter to check. It's already on following. I stay on following. All How do you, wait, wait, let me see that real quick. You don't you even don't have even, the option for for you. No, I do. I do. How do you I get? get on, how do you stay on following though? That's the thing. I'm just always there. I don't know. That's, That's so, so weird, weird because when I open mine, and a lot of people open theirs. It like goes back. Maybe it's because if you like close out the app and then open it back. I just switched to for you. Now I'm going to close the app. Now I'm going to open it again. And I'm on for you. Now I'm going to go back to following. Closing the app, open it again, and I'm on following. Yeah, so whatever you close your app on, that's what it reopens on. So mine's always on following. I, I made that switch um, probably like six months ago, it feels like. I'm so bad with time, but it feels like it was six months ago. Um, and yeah, dude, I love it because so I, I switched to that, and I went through when I cleaned out my the people that I'm following. Like I unfollowed, a, I went on like a mass unfollowing on Twitter. Yeah. Um. Let me let me go. Let me look at my numbers real quick. So right now I'm following 94 people. That's it. And oh, I yeah. need to do that. And I followed a. I followed people since then, so I probably was down like in the 80s. And it's just so much better, dude. Like I get what I want, and I don't get all the bullshit. It's like pretty much all sports, a little bit of climate stuff. But it's pretty much all sports, sports betting, and then like my friends. Yeah, I yeah, I do. Holy shit, I follow six hundred people. That's how I was. I was the same way. I might even had more than that. And then I was like, dude, what do I follow? All these like I follow so many random people, um, and I just was like, yeah, I don't need all this fucking. I don't need the opinions from random people, the retweets from random fucking people who I never even met before. Yeah, like if I don't know you in real life and I don't like somewhat value your opinions or at least like value like what you have to put out on on Twitter, like I'm gonna unfollow you. And I was like pretty harsh about it when I went through. I unfollowed a lot of people. That's kind of how. So like that's how I treat my Facebook, right? Like if I don't know you in real life, I pretty much won't add you on Facebook. I don't know why, like. I treat Twitter and even Instagram so differently. Like in my head, like not even like subconsciously, you know what I mean? Like if I, I mean, obviously like I'll follow sports people and stuff on Twitter because that's where I get most of my news from. But like if I, in my Yankees community, if somebody follows me like randomly that I've seen like their name a few times, like only strictly in my Yankees community pops up, I'll follow them back just because it's like, Oh, like 
I see your Yankees tweets and I'll be like, oh, I'm interested in like what you have to say about the Yankees. But then I'll see their tweets on like my actual timeline. And like this one kid that I followed back, I think his name's like Mario or something like that. Just straight up, straight out of the Bronx. Just random guy from the Bronx. Never met in real life. Seen his Yankees tweets. And I'm like, oh, I like his opinion. So I'll follow him back because he followed me. He's tweeting about like his job at like his fucking car dealership and all this stuff. And like just personal stuff. And I'm just like, dude, I don't need to see this. Like I wish there was a way to like get notifications of people's tweets inside of communities instead of having to follow them and then see, like, the rest of their bullshit. You know what I mean? Because, like, a lot of the people... Follow within a community. Right. I follow people on Twitter based off of, like, stuff that I'm interacting with. Like, I won't see a funny tweet, a random viral tweet, and be like, oh, that's a funny tweet. Let me follow this guy. Like, who the fuck does that? No Right. Right. So I follow people that I want to see tweets from about certain topics, but then when they don't tweet about certain topics, it annoys me. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know how to, like... That's your own fault. Because you've you've made that expectation, like oh, like I expect this person to like be tweeting Yankee shit, blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah that's, that's true, true. But like, I see I've, like them all the time, and like my Yankee shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, oh, he seems like he's got like pretty good insight, good opinions on stuff that I'm checking Twitter for regularly. And then I fucking follow him, and it's like, oh, why did I do this that? And then I'm too lazy to go in and like unfollow all these people. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, dude, most of the people in the communities I feel like are like low-key knuckleheads just kind of like just like generic fans talking out their ass yeah that's literally what um, it is. are you in that eagles one the fly eagles fly one i mean i'm in a bunch of like philadelphia based ones um and i feel it's just all people just like don't really know the sport that well like yeah i'm sure they're good fans and they like they've been following the and they team watch and but they it's like what's going on but they don't have like real they're just insight. super reactionary so i got ripped apart on twitter for saying that CJ Gardner Johnson was the glue to our defense, like even more so than Darius Slay. I, or I didn't say that. I was like, I was like, no shade of Darius Slay or anything. Like I know he's a stud, but I was like, CJ, like he like is holding down the secondary, and it's so much different when he's in. And I got ripped to shreds because Slay has a bunch of stands. That's why. Right. So fast forward, and it's like everyone in on like the national media, like, like Ryan Clark there on ESPN. Who I I, I, I like Ryan Clark yeah, a lot. Yeah, um, he's like a very down to earth like. Yeah. Got a good head on his shoulders, yeah. type of guy. He he was pretty much saying the same thing. He's like, dude, CJ Gardner Johnson, Gardner Johnson is for the e- for the Eagles defense. What Jalen Hurts is for the offense. Like he's the one that makes it all tick. Like he's the one that's like like really kind of driving shit back. I'm like, dude, bro, that's what, that's what I've been saying. I, I got crucified for that take. Because what you're saying is in front of a bunch of like casuals, and what he's saying is in like he's got just a much broader audience. Yeah, has like he has a higher chance of having people that like agree with his takes, like you do. Than like you would with a few people in a community, yeah, which, which sucks, sucks dude, dude. But like, I don't know. I I also feel that same way with like my Yankees community. There'll be people like, like today, dude. I hopped on. I lunch came around, so I turned the Yankees game on at one o'clock. I usually always take my lunches at one for that reason specifically. It's like, all right, I can get an hour of Yankees baseball yeah. without having to do anything. So I threw it on, and I get on the community, and like, Sevy like gives up like three runs in the first inning, and they pull him out. So in spring training. You can pull pitchers out and then put them back in. Okay. So it's like Sevy got pulled with two outs in the first after because he threw thirty pitches. They didn't want him throwing fifty pitches in one inning. Yeah. They took him out, put in a a random guy out of the fucking bullpen, and then the second inning comes around and put Sevy back in. And he he just like didn't have his slider working today, and it wasn't like, oh, Sevy's not ready. Like he's not ready for the season. Uh, now that Rodon's hurt, like he has to step into our number two, and he's gonna shit the bed because he's not having a good spring. 
I'm like, like, dude, dude like, like seeing all that, that and people just reacting to a spring training game, and I, like, I get it, like Yankees fans are like fucking stupid like that sometimes. I'm even like guilty of doing shit like that. But it's but like, it's like dude, dude, like he's like, clearly just like trying to find his slider. He's not like out there throwing his heart on the line for a spring training game. He's getting his work in. Like, yeah. what are we reacting like yeah, this for? Thing, bro. It's spring training. I honestly don't react to anything in spring no, training. No, it's, it's honestly, even like the first month of the season. Well, that. Was, like, the, like, you know, obviously it'd be good to start high and get your, right. get your team out on the right, right. foot. But, like, the first, like, month of the season is like. Like, like spring training is like fake baseball. So yeah. like to me anyway. Right. So to it's me, just, it's, like, it's a glorified workout. Is what spring yeah, training is. Like that first, it's literally like for people at the plate. It's like getting your timing. Glorified BP. Yeah. Yep. Right. It's like live. Live. Pitching you're. Yep. You're taking some live at bats. Um, and like, so then when the season comes in, it's like okay, you got like a month to fucking get it together. If there is any rust that wasn't shaken off in spring training, you better get that shit off and get it together. Right. And then like. Once May rolls around, it's like, all right, you better let's, start getting get into the high it. gear because once the summer comes, like, you got to get hot. Right. Yeah, no, that's exactly what it is, dude. And even, like, to that point, the first month of, like, the regular season is really just, like, seeing how teams, like, the way they're constructed. You know what I mean? Like, seeing who's going to be what point of, like, power, who's going to be, like, your speed guy, how, like, lineups are constructed, staying healthy is a big part of it. Like, all right, are we going to be able to stay healthy? Like, is every, anybody coming out of the gate that's not – healthy like it's pretty much you're weeding out like the non-injured or the injured people or players or whatever yeah and it's like okay like the yankees have boone yeah, psycho do, yeah they do actually he's their manager <laughs> um the yankees have like obviously been hit with like the injury bug in early spring training but like not really that worried about it because it is spring training you know what i mean if it was like july or august and this was happening like it did last year yeah, then you're like, all I'm right, like, what the fuck is going on, be, dude? Like, maybe not healthy come playoffs. Right. Yeah. Right. And honestly, dude, like, they're reactionary baseball fans. They can get to step in, bro. Like, yeah. baseball is such a long season. Last year, everybody in, in Philly wanted fucking JT gone. They're what? like, yeah. In, like, June? Why? Because he wasn't hitting or something? Yeah. Oh my he God. wasn't hitting. He didn't hit great the first, you know, two or three months of the season. Everybody wanted him gone. And then it's like... Oh, he's actually one of our most clutch batters. Like Jake, like when you need a hit, JT's going to get that Dude, he low-key carried started. you guys from like June to like pretty yeah, much September. He doesn't, hit, he doesn't hit a lot of home runs, but he does hit home runs, but he doesn't hit a, whole, is it a crazy amount. But he has a really good batting average. He gets on base a lot. And like, and he steals he, bases for a catcher. Yeah. Swipe some bags. Yeah, I think he had over 20 this past season. Which like, is like unheard of for any catcher in the he, league. He, yeah, he led the, he led the catchers in baseball in steals. Yeah. He led almost every – category for catchers is like not home runs he's probably like third in. yeah oh uh, <laughs> but like like his hits rbis um like batting average obviously stolen bases like cream of the crop yeah and he's like oh he's not very and and garrett Stubbs is our backup catcher and he came in and, and had a few good games and then it's like oh, oh dude yeah and i'm like bro he's literally the best catcher in baseball and it's there's not particularly like, not close. I don't even know who second is, this, and no. like for that reason alone, I'm gonna say it's not that close. Yeah. Right? Like, if it was hey, close, I would know who's the second best catcher in baseball. Was. Yeah. Well, I mean, also, I think the thing is like JT's like so far ahead of everyone else, where it's like Especially there's no argument for anyone. Offensively, you would say maybe he's like, like number two, maybe Salvador Perez, maybe. But like he's 
by far the best defensive catcher in baseball. I think he has been for three or four years, and like it hasn't really been. Did close. you win that platinum glove though? I don't know. I guess not. Uh, that boy Jose Trevino got one last year. How do you get a platinum glove? It's like a it's like a step above gold glove. Who gets those? Like if is there one person a year that gets it? I think so. Per like. Per, not everyone, not everyone gets a platinum glove every year. But if like you hit the, I think there's like parameters that you need to hit to get one. Interesting. Um, which is crazy, dude. Because when you think about it, like framing pitch, like pitch framing from catchers is not going to be a thing in baseball much longer. If these robo umps come in and do their thing, that's true. That's a big part that's of a, a lot. Big part of big part, a lot of pitch, catchers' games is pitch framing, dude, and it's just going to be gone. Oh, Boone word. Um, what do you? I think okay. I think one person gets a platinum glove per season from each league, not per position. Correct. So it was Jose Trevino last year. Yeah, he won for the, the American League. The time, the year before that was Carlos Correa. The year before that, Alex Gordon. Matt Chapman, Matt Chapman, Byron Buxton, Francisco Lindor. And for the National League, from 2017 to 2022, Nolan Arenado every single year. Yeah, dude, his glove's insane. And then the year, or then it was Anthony Rizzo, Yadier Merlino won a few. Yadier Merlino's got four, at least as far back as this goes. It only goes back, I think, 10 years. Um, so, yeah, it's only one, one, position, one person for each league gets platinum glove. So every gold glove recipient is eligible for a for platinum, platinum glove, glove, and then one of the gold glove gets the platinum. Gets the platinum. Yeah, that makes, that makes sense. sense. That's kind of a cool award. I mean, I always knew there was like I knew of the platinum glove, but I didn't know the exact like parameters of it. Yeah, that's interesting. Jay Z said he should have got one. I'm sure he will by the time he retires. Might. Maybe, Maybe this year. <laughs> yeah, dude. Nolan Arenado's got one of the best gloves I think I've ever seen at, out of a baseball player. It's it's so actually insane. From South Park was the Japanese toilet one. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Magoo watched that one with us. That was, that was funny, dude. The fucking <laughs> Randy gets a Japanese toilet that has like one of those butthole washers. It has a bidet, but it's also like electronic and like just does a bunch of other shit. It has like a hair like a hair dryer attached to it to dry your butthole all dude. Dude, so the whole episode is about he gets this Japanese toilet and then he's trying to put everyone on and it eliminates the need for toilet paper. So like big TP coming after him. Yeah, yeah. Big big corporation toilet paper is like pulling a JFK on Randy. He's like making a speech like to the whole town of South Park about how everyone needs a Japanese toilet and he just gets sniped out of nowhere. Dude, so I saw this I saw this stat or I didn't see it. I heard it from a doctor who studies some bullshit. I don't fucking know. And um it was on a podcast. He said like your life expectancy increases by like 24 like 14% or something like that if you play racket sports. Racket sports like pickleball and tennis and shit. Oh, tennis and ping pong. Like ping, pong. Like- <laughs> ping pong is that even considered a sport? It's just like a table game. They have it in the Olympics. Decay. Yeah, but it's not like it's a sport. Yeah, okay. Um, and so I, I said that, and Lex was like, "Well, you don't know like who's paying for the study and stuff." I was like, "You're right. It's probably big racket sports. <laughs> big racket sports. It's, it's, it's colluding on this Trying to get more people to play their sport." <laughs> 
who even thinks to like research that though? Like, I wonder what racket sports has, like in the impact it has on life expectancy. It's probably really good for like hand eye type shit. Yeah, and, like I'm sure that that has something to do with like your just like, like your brain. Your brain fun- yeah, that makes sense. Keeping your brain active. And those are sports that you can play into an old age. You ever seen that video of the uh, grandma playing ping pong in the kitchen and she like dives into the fucking cabinet of? Uh, yeah, that sounds awesome. Dude, <laughs> she's like playing. She like does that scream like while she falls into the cabinet of China. She's like, ah! She just dives straight into it. Fuck that China. Uh, it's a, it's a one of the classic vines. I can't believe you haven't seen it. Um, you want to talk about some NFL free agency? Oh man, I guess. All right, it's it's kind of a bummer on the Eagles side. I know. We're gonna start with the birds. Okay. You sign a shot penny? I don't know how I feel about that. Huh? Yeah. Sure, <laughs> yeah. I feel like we also re-signed Boston Scott. I didn't see that, but so I like that. Be, it's going to be like Scott, that. Rashad Penny, and Miles, Penny G. And Miles Sanders. Maybe. Oh, he's he a free signed. agent this year. Agent. He hasn't signed anywhere yet. I don't think he comes back. I think it's going to be You don't think three. so? Oh, dude, I would hate if he doesn't come back. I'd be fine with it, dude. You would? I like him. I, th- I feel like he took a big step good. forward this year. I think he's good, but I think that, like, our offensive line is so good. How much of it is the O line? And I think Kenny G can be just as good as like that shifty back. Boston's got a little more of a power guy. Now we got Rashad Penny. He's like a real power guy. Yeah. How old is Rashad Penny? Has he been around for a while? I feel like, I he, feel like he's not that old. He's. I feel like he's been around for a minute, but he's just always been hurt. So I haven't really yeah, like. He, he's got. He's got the injury bug bed. It, it stays with him. Um. See right now, I'm pulling, pulling up sleeper. Yeah, I saw I saw that we had signed him and oh, I was, yeah, he's twenty seven. So I mean he's like on the end of his prime. Prime. I got him in CCU Dynasty. Oh, Man, yeah. what are the Seahawks gonna do? Oh, they got what's his name? They'll, they'll be all right. I yeah, forgot he got Walker. hurt. They got Kenneth Walker, who'll yeah. be good. He'll be good. He was a stud until um, he got hurt. Jason Kelsey. Back again. Back again Love for another that. year. Fourteen point two five million. Love it, Money. dude. I think he's still got a couple more good years in him, mm-hmm. and like that's just amazing. Um, Darius Slay released, gone. That's upsetting. It is, dude, because I thought when we when he first came to the to the Eagles, I really thought he was going to be like our cornerstone guy for a while. And what he what was it? Three years? Two years? It was three. It might have been two though. But either way, dude, we just released him. We didn't even try to trade him. Like we told, we gave him permission to go get a trade. And then we wait. Just, was wait, he was, not a free? He wasn't a free. Like a how many more years did he have on his contract? I don't know. But I, I thought he was a free agent. I got a notification today. I'm driving down here that he was released. Oh man! That the Eagles were cutting him. It's like you didn't even get anything. Why would we not even try to trade him? Right. Either keep him. There's got to There's got to be a reason for that. There's no way it's we like just money, let that dude, value go. I'm, I'm hoping that we sign CJ. Yeah, but what are the what are your chances of thinking of that's gonna happen? I feel I'm pretty low on that happening. I'm at like forty percent right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd probably sit there between twenty and forty. But I say there's a chance he comes back. I feel like Howie's got to know that he was the fucking key in our secondary. I think he does. Um, we re-signed James Bradbury to a three-year deal. Yeah, I don't know. Fine with me, dude. I feel like he's a little overhyped. He's a little overhyped too. Um, but. Not like, I'm really, taking out the whole Super Bowl situation. Like that's how yeah. I felt before that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't think he was amazing this year. I don't. He wasn't bad. He wasn't great. He, he was outed like he was great, but he wasn't. Um, but I mean, he's solid. 
I kind of hope that we use that number 10 pick to get a, a corner. Yeah, that would be nice now that we don't have fucking Slay and maybe not CJG. Yeah. Um, especially, like, look at the Jets last year, and they went and got Sauce. And, like, the Jets have a really good defense. Sauce was a stud this year, yeah, dude. Yeah, like, instantly, dude. Good rookie corners instantly make an impact. Trevon Diggs a few years ago for the Cowboys, two years ago for the Cowboys. Like, Yeah, I mean, he's he had that one. Even in his good year, though, Trayvon Diggs, he had a bunch of interceptions, but he was getting toasted on. He gets toasted. Yeah, dude. Like, when he gets beat, he gets beat. 100%. But he's still a really good talent because he gets a lot of interceptions, right? right? right. Like, So, the Cowboys traded for Stephon Gilmore. They traded the fifth, which is pretty much free. Yeah. You bring in Stephon Gilmore, who's not an all-pro anymore, but he's a veteran. And, like, he knows the craft. He's one of the best corners, like, of the game historically. Right. Right. If he can teach Trayvon Diggs how to not get fucking burnt every other route. That's a great investment for the Cowboys. Yeah, right? for sure. Just like having that kind of leader in the locker room and having that veteran presence. Like, And uh, one of our one of my boys is a uh, Cowboys fan, and, and he was saying they have two other young corners. So he's like, you know, Stephon Gilmore, hopefully while he's here. First of all, he's going to be the cornerback too. Trayvon Diggs is going to guard the one. Right. So like. Stefan's guarding wide receiver twos, not wide receiver ones. You know, he doesn't need to be what he was, and he can still have an impact. He might even be able to like slot, go into the slot as like a nickel point. Yeah. Um, and but then like I feel like just like the influence that he can have on their young corners is worth your fifth round pick. Right. I mean, and dude, I, like theoretically, who are you going to draft in the fifth round? That's going to be a, right. even come close to what Stefan Gilmore's ever been. Exactly. So. Um. Javon Hargrave leaving Philly, signs at San Fran. San Fran. Dude, you had. He got the bag. He got paid. He, he got did. like four years, $84 million. That's 21 a year. That's a lot of money. They have a very good defensive line. They, they have a everyone, good defense, dude. Everyone said last year they were the best defense until until they played Philly. Then all of a sudden, after we beat them, their defense wasn't elite anymore. Yeah, and then it was like, oh, well, Brock Purdy was hurt as if he was going to do anything against our defense to begin with. Or as if he fucking played for their defense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like San Fran still had the defense that everyone in the fucking country Number said one. was the best defense in the league. Yeah. And the Eagles aren't going to be able to put up points. And we still put up fucking like 40 or 30 something. Yeah. Like, no, dude. It was, Piss all the way off. I mean, you just got to expect like shit like that to happen every time the Eagles are involved in a big game like yeah. that, dude. It's oh, just yeah. going to happen. It's it's just Philly. Mm-hmm. I'm used to it at this point. Um, super sidebar. Um, the Nuggets are on like a four or five game losing streak, and I'm all I'm here for it. Because fuck Jokic. Because <laughs> fuck Jokic, right? I mean, it's funny because like he's averaging a triple-double this year, which is, which is good. He's having a solid year. But... Like three years ago, Russell Westbrook was averaging a triple double, and everybody shit. Everyone on was shitting on him, dude. Yeah, he wouldn't. He wouldn't have sniffed a fucking MVP. Did you see the video of like the the Nuggets defense like the past like three or four games where it was like, uh, it was like uh, the Denver Nuggets lose four in a row. Um, the coach came out and said like our defense needs to be better or whatever. Someone replied with just like a thread, not even a thread. Just it was one video, but like two minutes long of like Jokic just getting like, yeah, run down. Something it was like. Offensive players were like 19 of 27 when guarded by Jokic. Yeah, he has, he's not good on defense, dude. No, he's not. Because it's not even because he's not good. He just doesn't try. He just and, he'll literally watch somebody just float to the basket, and you're, he's like, "All right, I'll just go." I, I gotta, I gotta find a fucking clip for you. It's so beautiful. Joel Embiid hit a game winner on Saturday. Mm. It was like an inbound play. He fucking took a couple dribbles, 
spin move, fade away from basically like the foul line, hand in his face, crushed it to go up by one. I was like, oh, oh my god, this man is too silky. Oh, butter. He is too silky. He's, he's just so good, dude. Yeah. Like, he does everything you want him to. And then something. He's a big man. He plays defense. He's fucking swatting motherfuckers. He's a really good defender. He's got to win MVP. And though. he's leading the fucking league in points. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't, like... You can't ask for much more from a basketball player, dude. You can't. You really can't. I. But the crazy thing is, is I think he had a better season last year. Than this year? And he yeah. still lost to lost the MVP up. race. Yeah, that's t- dude. I don't know. And I what think Jokic is having a better year this year, like than he did last year. Yeah, that that's always been his thing. Is like he's like he basically averages a triple double, right? right. Like he was always like you know he's like a twenty five, and then like a ten and nine, or ten and eight, or nine and nine kind of guy, right? Right. And that's like kind of always been his shtick. Where and Bead's been like a thirty five and fifteen guy, but with only like four or five assists. Um, and like, like now this year, Jokic is actually averaging like twenty five, ten, and ten, and Embiid is probably still averaging like thirty five and ten, and then like probably four or five assists. But it's like I just feel like he's not having as like dominant of a season, and like well, he's got James Harden now too. He didn't yeah, have him for like half the year last year. Yeah, I mean, dude, it's interesting what's happening in Philly because now like Tyrese isn't getting as much run. Like with the run with the ones, he's coming off the bench. I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah, yeah. dude. dude. So, side, side note, real quick, the Knicks have been fucking. I mean, they went on like a three or four game lose streak after their nine game win streak, but they look like a team for once, dude. No, yeah, the Knicks look. Good. They look complete, like a young. They have a nice young core that are like hungry, and you know, Thibodeau like has kind of in- implemented his whole defensive scheme with them. And yeah, like, yeah, Thibodeau's a real like hard nosed blue collar. Yeah, coach. dude. I like, I like him as a coach, and it, it's like working. Yeah. And Julius Randle, like, I know, like, we signed him to that huge, massive contract. And I was like, eh, like, I was – until, like, two – I think it was, like, two or three years ago until Julius Randle really had, like, his big year with the Knicks. I wasn't ever really sold on him, and I wasn't expecting him to be, like, the player that he is now. But, like, even then, dude, he doesn't need to – fucking fadeaway. Yeah. Three game the other day. Yeah. Did you, uh, did you catch any of the Celtics-Knicks game that went into double overtime, like, last week? No, I never fucking watched basketball. Oh, dude, it was, uh, this was the first. I literally had it on on the TV. It was after Mayo and yeah. Rye left. Went upstairs to go to bed, and I put the game on because it was, like, coming down to, like, the end of the fourth quarter. And Maggie was like, why are we watching basketball? And I was like, Nick Celtics, it's a good game. I don't know. Like, it's about to go into OT. It was the first game I've watched in so long. But, dude, it was such a good game. And it's like, uh, Isaiah quickly was – He's good. Dude, he's, he's so good. Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson. He's been hurt for like a week and a half now with a sore foot or something, so he hasn't been playing. But, I, I, dude, go back like months ago when I said it on the podcast. Like, Jalen Brunson's low-key that dude. Like, he's been he's been looking good, and then he's kind of sprouted into what he is today. And it's just like I'm kind of excited for the playoffs now, dude. Like, they fucking got me line, hook, and sinker. They do it almost every year where it's like – it's almost nicer to see the Knicks. Get the Sixers in the first round. The, dude, the Knicks are pushing for like a four or five seed. So, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. The Knicks, the, I thought they were the six. They, I believe, are sitting at the six now. But, I mean, there's still like, what, 12 games left? The Knicks are the five right now. Five? And the Sixers are the two? Sixers are three. Three? 
Yeah, I think the Knicks will stay the five. They might jump to the four. Um, because after the Knicks, it's the Nets and then the Heat and then the Hawks, Raptors, Wizards. So yeah, I think the Knicks will. I, I don't think they'll drop below, especially the Nets have fucking nobody now. Who's at the four four spot? The Cavs. Cavs. Yeah. They're three games ahead of the Knicks. And then the Sixers are three games ahead of the Cavs. Celtics are one game ahead of the Sixers. And the Bucks are three games ahead of the Celtics. It's crazy. crazy. And then you, you look over to the Western Conference, dude. The Western Conference is so tight. I'm pretty sure, like, the three seed in the West and, like, the nine seed in the West are, like, split by, like, two games. So it's the four seed. The four seed and the seven seed are split by two games, but the four seed and the ten seed are split by three. Yeah, that's crazy. The Suns are four. They're nine games back. And then the Lakers are ten. They're 12 games back. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, that four through ten is dummy tight. It's like well, even actually the Jazz and the Pelicans are thirteen games back, sitting outside the bubble. So, so they're really four, only one out of so a playoff spot. To, yeah, so four to twelve is only a four game difference. Damn, dude! And how many down to the nitty Yeah, I was gonna say was, how many were like ten to twelve games left? This Not a whole lot. Let me see. Let's look like all right. So the Nuggets are forty six and twenty three. What's that? 69 games. There's 82 games in a season, so there's 13 13 left. left. Around 13 for each team. Not everybody's played the same amount. Um, Let's see. Let's look at the Sixers are 45 and 22. That's 67. So they've got 15 left. So there's probably like 13 to 15. And the the Knicks are 41 and 30. So they've played 71. So they've only got 11 left. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah, we're getting to the good. This when is like I start tuning into NBA, NBA, like right when yeah. March Madness is about to kick off, that's like when that's I like start. Like, all right, we'll get through March Madness, and by the time March Madness is over, it's like I love March Madness. Yeah, I got to put brackets together when we go out to eat. Tonight. I did one. I did one. I did the sleeper. We one. should do. Oh, you did it on sleeper. Yeah, they 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 like invited like everybody for like a free sleeper bracket, and they'll give out. They're giving money away to whoever oh, wins. Shit, I gotta do that. Yeah, but I have ones through work that I want to do, a men's and a women's bracket that I got to do. We should do a bracket group of just the guys that are going to the bachelor party this week. Because we're going to be out at a bar and have games up. That'll be fun to follow. I'm going to be texting Lex, making her put bets in for me. That's what I did when I was was in San Diego for wild card weekend. So I was texting Lex and I was making her put in bets for the NFL games. Is sports gambling not legal in California? Nope. What? Yeah. That's wild. That would have been, been Georgia either. That yeah, I know, yeah. but that would have been that Georgia makes Georgia sense because it's like Southern fucking, fucking Bible Belt. But California is like super like liberal. Super liberal. You'd, You'd be like, like yeah, yeah, fucking yeah, gamble, like like who cares? What? Like the most liberal. Yeah, probably. I'm in New York. California is way more liberal. They're just super progressive. Yeah, yeah. So all the hippies moved out there in the seventies, then had kids, and they were like, these are our ways. Fucking cesspool, bro. I can <laughs> we, never live in Maggie and I were literally talking about, like, because we I actually walked out to go to the gym the other day, and it was fucking cold out. Maggie was like, I'm cold. I was like, dude, we can't move to Denver if you think this is cold. And we were thinking about, like, 
other states, states we could live in. We're like Arizona, and then I told her I was like, "What you told me about how you can't wear plastic sandals out into the gravel because they'll melt to the fucking sidewalk." She was like, "Well, I don't want it to be that hot," and I was like, "Yeah, me, you and me both." Yeah. And then we were talking, um, and we we're just like thinking about like other states we could live or move to, and I was like, "I don't want to live in California, dude. That place is a fucking mess. Like, as cool as it is to visit, I couldn't live there." I would visit. I would visit. That's it. Week max. Good after that. Uh, Hawaii, there it's warm there all year. Yeah, but that's probably like so fucking expensive, dude. Yeah, probably. Can't afford that shit. Not no, in this I'm recession. No. Nah. Can't afford much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought you guys were in a good spot for weather. Yeah, yeah. No, it doesn't no, get that cold that here, but it's just, it's just there's nothing really like there's no mountains. You can go to Florida, but that, I feel like so that's I'm saying Florida is like, oh, it's nice, but then you get rocked by a fucking category nine hurricane every three months. True. My it's house true. gets destroyed. And you got Ron DeSantis, and he's off his fucking. Yeah, he's rocker. off his rocker. I mean, he's crazy, bro. I've been thinking about him a lot. Lately. You know what I've been thinking about lately? Texas. They're fucked. They up. are, they but are. like, it's dumb cheap to live there, dude. It you can get a fat cheap. house for like three hundred k. Yeah, you can. Um. It's funny, Lex doesn't want to move to Texas because I think because of politics and like their whole like they're just like don't give a fuck about women yeah. and shit <laughs> yeah. like that. Stuck um, in the sixties. Yeah. And but then she'll fucking send me Instagram DMs and it's like, This is what three hundred thousand gets you in Texas. <laughs> and it's like a beautiful fucking house. Like it's like a five or six bedroom, gorgeous house with a couple of acres, and the floors are fucking marble. <laughs> <laughs> What's the deal? Like, do you want do you want to move here or not? I'm getting mixed signals from you. Um, but dude, Ron DeSantis, he passed this law where the he doesn't allow the people that run the state and local pensions to invest with any firms that consider ESG at all in their investing strategies. Why? Why? Yeah. What's the reason behind that? Because he wants to politicize, he's just like fuck the, fuck the globe. Like, well, that's the thing, dude. The U.S. is like the only country that has politicized ESG type shit. Politicized like global warming. Yes. Like, oh, you and don't believe in global warming? ESG, like the S and the G portions, like that could be politicized. I could see that, like the whole like diversity thing right. and stuff like that. I could, I can see that being politicized. But like, from a sustainability standpoint. Here's, even if it's okay, even if it was politicized as climate change, companies that focus on ESG do better than companies that don't. There are like so many like statistics to back up that like basically firms that consider ESG in their investment strategy perform better than firms that don't, and like funds that like consider it perform better than funds that don't. So like you're fucking like it's not even a political thing. It's fact oh, or fiction. These are the best fucking performing funds. Right. They're going to do the best. So, and Ron is saying, nah, you can't do that. That's against the law now. And it's like, so first of all, you re- you're like terribly inhibiting the number of firms that you can invest with. So you, and you're not investing with any of the top ones because all the top ones are considering ESG. Like all of them are because there's too much pressure from the investors and the outside and like the to public not, to not. Right. So, so, and then, so you're, you're limiting what, where you can invest. And then on top of that, you're getting, you're getting the worst performing <laughs> shit. Like, there's no, there's no like benefit of that. Right, you're investing that's not going to perform as well, at least not over a long term. Right, right, like, and especially just like the way that 
the like the world economy is going to like you know like a, away from carbon and away from coal and oil and stuff like that like if you're not thinking about it you're going to be left behind and like long-term returns are going to be in the fucking shit right, dude i feel like it's feel kind like- of like i mean not the greatest metaphor or uh like way to look at it but it's kind of like the the companies that were like oh we don't need digital or internet to like file anything like we're just gonna stick to our paper files and it's like look at them now dude like look at fucking uh blockbuster like they never really like kind of like transformed into the whole digital side of movies and netflix is just like fuck you like this is the way things are going and people that are just it just comes down to being stubborn dude Look at Amazon, dude. They're like, all right, we're going to be an online bookstore. And Barnes & Noble's like, ah, you fucking idiot. We're going to be brick and mortar. Yeah, yeah. we're going to be brick and morty and fucking. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm not going to lie, though. I love, I don't even read books, but I love going into a Barnes & Noble. Barnes & Noble's not bad. Just looking at all the books that I'll never read. Yep. It's like a fucking. I like reading books. I've been reading uh, We Are Witnesses. It's good. Is that the the, the, the last one that you sent me a picture of? It's like all beat up. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like oh yeah, it's from the Holocaust or whatever. Yeah, five, five five diaries from people who were in the Holocaust. Yeah, that's some um, shit. I, I would get into that. That's so interesting. So far, the first the first two have died. Bean. Bean. Yeah. Kind of expected. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, I mean, it's pretty good though. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah I every time like. And from like ninth grade to twelfth grade, we would always have like the history session where we'd get to like World War Two and the Holocaust, and I would get so excited. I loved learning about not 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 that way, but like yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was like learning about it was always so fun because it was like there's a whole fucking Holocaust museum about learning about the Holocaust. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no shame in no shame in the game. But um, we would come around to like that subject, and I would be like, oh, bet like this is gonna be actually interesting stuff that I care about because it was like one not that long ago. Right. Two, it's Two, like, like a lot of the lot history of you learn about, like the American Revolution and stuff. You don't have like not even movies, but like documentaries or like there's not a lot of documented history about that. Like there's pretty much just like what's in textbooks and like some artifacts that were left over. Yeah, Holocaust. You can see like real videos or like you know you got stories like Anne Frank and like there's actual stuff left over from that Schindler's List. Schindler's List. Oh my god, I remember watching that, dude. Yeah, that one hit home. I remember watching that, and it was a Liam Neeson with Schindler in that. And I remember seeing that, like, oh shit, that's Qui Gon Jinn from Star Wars. And then the movie went completely downhill. I was like, oh fuck, this is like, he's a bad guy. Yeah, that's like literally until the end. Yeah, yep. He's like, he like fucking pretty much puts Jews in prison and puts them into labor camps and kills them, and then like he has a change of heart. Yeah. All right, Qui Gon. Um. And Frank was like, she almost survived. Yeah, I, I remember getting to the end of that story and being like, "Fuck, dude!" She was on like, she was on literally the last train that went to Auschwitz. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ah, oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, she was on the very last train that went to Auschwitz. Damn. Yeah. After all she went through, too. That's tough, dude. Yeah. There was one of the first, the first diary. Forget the name of the person. That, but it's like the first chapter and. The place where he where he went where he died, eight hundred and fifty thousand Jews went there. Forty survived. Oh, it was a like a death camp. Yeah, it wasn't even it wasn't even a concentration. Wasn't Auschwitz like the most death? Like wasn't that like the one that had the most deaths at? I think so. And that beat eight hundred and fifty thousand. Holy! Didn't Germany get to a point where they were like, "Fuck, we know we're losing the war. Let's just fucking yeah." That's crazy, dude. Let's just off as many of them as we can. 
That's fucked up. Which at that point, it's like, why wouldn't you, like, if you know you're losing, why are you going to kill all these innocent people? Right. You right. know it's, like, not going to do anything for you in the future. That's yeah. just pure it's evil, just dude. crazy, though. The way that they were, like, holding people in the ghettos is, like, kind of how I can see, like, our society going in the future. Just, like, of, like, 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 like where, like, the separation like of classes, classes almost. almost. Not even, dude. Like, they would, like, they would put the Jews in these ghettos and they would be, like, all right, you have to be, like, in your house from 3 p.m. until 10 a.m. Like, you're you're not allowed outside, outside of these hours. You're not allowed to fucking go anywhere. You need, like, a special pass if you want to go to a different ghetto or, like, a different part of the country. Like, you need, like, special permission pretty much if you want to do anything or go anywhere. And, like, I do, I would not be surprised if that was literally the entire world. That's, I mean, dude, you see, 10 years. you see all the fucking, like, movies and stuff that are kind of like that. Like, Ready Player One. I know we, like, we talked about yeah. this before, but... It's pretty much how, like, if you watch if you any watch movie about, like, the future, it's either, one, this glorious, like, super technological, like, future, or it's, like, run-down slums. People are living, like, on top of each other, basically, like, out of cardboard boxes. That's going to be. Yeah. If we keep going in the way we are. And there's going to be fucking, like, they already have cameras that literally are, like, facial recognition cameras and track you everywhere you go. I mean, they don't even need that shit, dude. Your fucking phone you're staring at all day has a camera on it that's looking straight yeah. at your face. There's companies now that are making clothes that make you unrecognizable to that kind of like facial recognition AI. Yeah. Like they'll make like clothes that have like intricate patterns so that like the AI will think that you're not a human and it won't recognize your face. Yeah. You don't have to wear like a ski mask that has. No, it's, but I mean, you could do that, right? But they'll just be like a pair of pants that have like a crazy print on them or like a sweater that has like a crazy print on it. Drip the and, fuck out in AI. And the AI thinks that you're something that's not a human. Dude, so this AI like, thinks yeah. I'm a fucking banana. How funny is that? Well, a lot of it is like based off of like animals. They'll put like animal prints in yeah. it and the AI will be like, oh, like, that's like a giraffe. Yeah. I'm not a human. What's so this human's got shit. fucked up skin. Yeah. But they'll show it in practice. We'll have like an AI with a camera on like three people and the person that's like wearing their like clothing is in the middle not getting track and the people on the outside it says like human and has like their name and their age and all this shit damn dude fucking technology is like there's so many like fun interesting aspects of it like especially like the way like video games in 10 years probably gonna slap yeah but like then you got the dark shit of technology dark side technology like that where it's like eh, is it really worth it like i kind of want to just Stop. Yeah. Dude, that's what dude, I'm saying. Growing up in the 70s probably had to be the best, dude. Because if I had the choice to go back to when I was a kid before all this shit like popped off, before social media and all this like super technological stuff, sign me up, dude. Like, I would go back in a heartbeat. Not have to. The only thing I have to worry about is logging on to my Xbox and fucking like watching TV on cable. Like, if that was the extent of technology. No, I'm saying like when, like before like social media and all this, like our childhood. Like the 360, Xbox Live, you get on, get in a party with your homies, and like that's it. That 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 was peak right there. And we're gonna be like 90, talking, saying that like, oh, dude, you you kids don't know shit about technology. Like back in my day, we had the Xbox 360, and you got on this little headset. It's like, what are you talking about, Grandpa? We don't even need headsets anymore. We communicate through our thoughts. Like, I would have to be a trip that I because anything that anybody else did, or like that's like through like some company, the government is just 
Yep. <laughs> yeah. Like the fucking. Like the Summer and Morty that are like turned into robots or whatever, and Rick turns them off. He's like, "You just turned into my toaster, or my backup toaster, or something." I was like, yeah, yeah. Ah, "Summer just died of the spaghetti." <laughs> <laughs> yeah see you later don't need you anymore yeah, yeah it's fucking terrifying I don't know dude we'll see we're still doing this podcast in fucking 10 years we're not all fucking just all robots Kyla, Kyla what is that about you want to get on this podcast um all that not surprised good for them I guess like not my much, and then he went to the Panthers. Oh, he did. Andy Dalton, two years, yeah. Interesting. Um, well, the Panthers also traded DJ Moore for a pack of Skittles, dude. DJ Moore, nine overall, sixty-one overall pick. Um, next year or in next year's draft. Yeah, that's uh. And apparently, they really like Really. I yeah. I don't hate that. I just I feel like it's gonna be a while until the Panthers are really back, like yeah, contending. Yeah, they don't have anything, dude. No quarterback, no running back. I think Dante Foreman might be like their only bright spot. Like he looks pretty good. Right. Yeah, unless they make some sort of other trade and. So David Montgomery Yeah. What if the Bears number ten number nine pick now? He would fall. I mean that would make would be there right now? Yeah, dude, and honestly, like they've got receivers now. Yeah, got Justin Fields is okay. Yeah. With Justin Fields. Yeah, but at B. John, dude. Like, throwing him into the mix would make them, like, a pretty good team. Like, yeah. I don't hate that for them. Um, you're right, right. Yeah, I really, I was under the impression for some reason that Justin Fields wasn't going to last as. Uh, a Bears quarterback like past this draft, but I'm kind of glad he did, dude. Because honestly, like he was fun to watch. Well, they have a new GM, right? So the GM that they have now, he's just here. he was the one that drafted Justin. Right. So it was like, oh, like we're gonna trade Justin Fields and then draft the guy we want, or we're gonna stick with who we didn't draft. Right. Uh, I mean, it's cool that they got their stick with him. Yeah, I mean, I think he like proved enough, or proved enough to like yeah, you know. Okay. Like he was in bad shape. Towards the end? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, and that's like, that kind of comes with a lot of like uh, quarterbacks that are of his skill set that are just like, you know, they got the legs and they're always like yeah. kind of putting themselves out there. Like, I mean, I feel like we even saw it with Jalen Ertz a little bit and we have a great yeah. offensive line. But, 
if you're if you're a mobile quarterback like that, dude, you you got to be durable because if you're not, then you're just not going to make it in the league. Exactly. Oh my god. I haven't been recording this whole time. You're lying. I just I just pulled up fucking Google browser preventing recording. Oh, mine's still recording. Yeah. It says, Bain's browser preventing recording. Ask Bain to refresh the page. I think it's just video recording, though, because my timer is still going. There he is. Yeah, now you're back. Mine's still at, what does your timer say? Mine says 143.50. Mine is at, it just restarted. It's at fucking eight seconds. Okay, so we'll probably just have to upload through mine then. Yeah, that's fine. Cool. Could you imagine? Uh, That would have been tough, bro. I was like, wow, we've just been talking all the time, and now we just lost all of it. I would have given up. We were like, all right, you guys aren't getting a fucking podcast. Me and Johnny had a great time recording. Trust me, the vibes were great. (laughs) Kenny had his whole fucking arm fucking mic bar, like, connected to everything. I came out here actually. I'm about to be comfy. Yeah. I, uh, last night, I, like, went down, I was like, oh, my podcast up, can't forget it, so I got out of bed, butt-ass naked, ran downstairs to the basement, and I, like, grabbed all my shit, and I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna be extra fucking It's so funny, like, making those runs, like, when you're already in bed naked, and you're just like, fuck, I gotta go downstairs, like, dude. If there was like a camera like in that corner just filming this, you would see me like down the stairs, butt ass naked, just fucking getting into a bag of Doritos or gold or something, getting a fucking like Sunny D or a drink and just like running back upstairs 2 a.m. The other night, so I mean, I know I'm getting old because the fucking time change is fucking me up. It got me bad this year. And like I can't sleep at night. Like I try to go to bed early and I just can't sleep at night, and it's fucking killing me this time change and. The other night, the other night, so night, I'm trying to sleep. I'm laying in bed, and I literally was like, just thinking about like a best man speech. And then I was like, oh, I, I got it. So best man speech, pretty much done, right? And but I didn't write it down. And then Lex gets home, and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna go like write this down. So I, I go, I get out of bed, naked as fuck, walk out to the kitchen, fucking grab my journal, start writing <laughs> in it. And she's like, can you just put in the notes on your phone? I'm like, yeah, but I honestly would rather have like pen and paper. Yeah. I'm probably going to do it in my notes on my phone just because I know if I write it on the paper, I'll fucking lose it somehow or something, and then I'll get up there and be like... I'm going to put it on the notes on my phone for now, I think. Or the notes, like, like written, just because I, I like to, like, write things down. Yeah. I think it helps me, like, get my thoughts out and, like, kind of think through my thoughts when I write shit down. Um, I'm going to I'm gonna keep it short, especially because we're both going to give right. one, probably, right? So, like... <laughs> should we, should we, should we should just be like, fuck a best man, especially you guys are getting a random roommate podcast right now. <laughs> Uh, made everyone sit there for two hours and listen to us. <laughs> okay, now, uh, party yeah. on. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to keep it short. I just have, like, some notes of, like, all right, like, these are kind of, this is, like, the stories that I want to tell here are, like, the things that I want to hit on. You kids have fun. Yeah, I think that's what I I'm going to do. I've, do. I've, yeah. I've, yeah. I've been, like, I've been, like, Thinking about, thinking about the structure of what, structure I, want say, of what I, I want to say, but I haven't say, actually like sat down and like written down. one out yet. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like mine's just like Not notes jotted down. I didn't like, I didn't like write like a exactly script. what I want to yeah. say. Yeah. Um, and I never will. I'm just gonna fucking go through it in my head a few times. And like, this is what, yeah. Hit on. yeah. Um, Jimmy G. Jimmy G went to the Raiders. All that. 
That's like we're united with Josh McDaniels. Oh, another fuck. That's pretty much Derek Carr too. I feel like. Yeah, and they signed Jacoby Myers, who's getting back with Josh. McDaniels. I saw that. I saw that. Dude, Jimmy G, way to go! Great career getting the bag. Yeah. This career bag yeah, I get her, dude, and it's not yeah, even like – I'm not like, saying he didn't deserve it, but like it's not fucking Aaron Rodgers. He, do <laughs> he, hasn't, he done anything, hasn't done anything, dude. Anything, dude. He had a couple good games in New England when Brady was out for deflate yeah. Um But like that's New England, dude. It's like good system. Right. You can win right. games. The defense right. is always good. Right, Like, like solid team. And then – he goes to San Fran, and they're the best fucking running team in the league. Great defense. Not really, like, not really much great defense. Like, game manager, yeah. dude. Not game winner. Oakland game might manager. be different, dude, because they're not. They're not. They got Josh Jacobs, though. Yeah. Josh they got Josh Jacobs. Jacobs and Devontae Adams. And they traded Darren Waller to the Giants for a third. Yeah, I saw that. Pretty yeah, much, it was the pick they traded for. They got they got four Kadarius yeah. Tony. Yep. Yeah, so basically Kadarius Tony for Darren Waller, yeah. um, which is fine for them. Um, I don't think Darren Waller is what he was a couple years ago anymore, but he's better than what they had at fucking tight end. Tight end. Yeah, he's been hurt. I feel like he's kind of had like the injury bug for two years now, but yeah. still, when he's healthy, he's still good. Um. And Zeke, and Zeke got released today. Really? Really? Yeah. Yeah, Cowboys released Zeke Elliott. They franchised mm. Tony Pollard. and then, Yeah, and then I feel like that's kind of the right move. Zeke will definitely end up somewhere, but. Somewhere, yeah. Yeah, he's he's chilling. Damn. Um, but that was interesting. That yeah. is interesting, dude. He's been like, when I think of like Cowboys fandom and like their players, it's like Dak and Zeke. Pretty much. Pretty much. Yep. Yep. Um. um NHL dude, the Flyers are straight ass, but Connor McDavid's really good. I'm gonna I'm gonna become an Oilers fan in the meantime just, just to watch, watch Connor McDavid. McDavid. He might be the best player of our generation. Like he has potential to be like Wayne Gretzky and Mario Lemieux. And like, you think he's gonna be better than Ovechkin? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's got that kind of potential. Like 24, 25. Yeah, he he's got that kind of potential. He's already had a, like some really good seasons. He's probably gonna hit 150 points this year, which is pretty fucking serious. It's tough to hit 100. He's gonna hit 150. Yeah. Um, he is legit, bro. He's so quick. His I was watching the game the other day and just like the way that he will be fu- full speed and his full speed is faster than anybody else's yeah. pretty much. Stop on a dime and cut the opposite yeah. way, and defenders just skate right past him. Whoa. It's like when you lag and chill. <laughs> yeah, dude. Guy just, or like it's like it's fucking their, your controller turns off and your guy just keeps fucking coasting straight because you're not controlling him anymore. <laughs> um, he's he's really good. So I think I might be a, a part time Oilers fan because I, I cannot stand to watch these horrid flyers. Yeah, I haven't yeah. watched like any hockey this year to be honest, dude. And I it's so annoying because um, ESPN sends me updates about the Rangers. Like I don't give a fuck about the Rangers, dude. The Union won four nothing last night in their Champions, Champions League, League game. League? Yeah, let me look at the MLS. Was there Champions League today? There was. Did Real Madrid play today? They did. Um, MLS table right now. Union are in fifth in the East. Oh my! But they've they've six points, and Inter Miami have six points, and then FC Cincinnati, Nashville, and Atlanta all have seven points. So I'm not worried about it. Um, 
But yeah, four nothing win against that team from El Salvador. Not bad. Let me let me pull up these uh, Champions League scores from this week. Um, see if we can get some aggregate. Aggie jot. All right, let's see here. Um, all right, second leg. The second round. So we had City beat RB Leipzig 7 nothing. Jesus Erling Holland scored five in about 57 minutes. Didn't he have six? Didn't he have six? No. Oh. no, he had five in 57. I feel like I've never seen... Which is tied for I've the I've never record. seen somebody score six goals in a game. It's because nobody has. Ne- oh, well, yeah, game. but has that ever happened Messi. ever? Messi and somebody else have scored five. Um, but they both did it in like 82 and 84 minutes. Holland did it in 57, and then Pep pulled him in the 63rd or something damn, like that. Damn, yeah, for Julian Alvarez. I mean, at that point, it's at like you got to protect, like, you protect your guys. Protect but your guys, but. Yeah. Um, I think uh, Gundogan had one, and KDB sealed it off with a fucking beautiful from like the top left side of the 18. Curled it with his right foot to the far fucking literally top 94. I, uh, perfect for seven. Dude, I saw the one Beautiful. that he bounced off the post. Off the yeah. Post. Yeah. Yeah. Man, dude, yeah. And I was all on his left foot, on his weak foot, dude. He had a great game, KDB. Like, you, I mean, he didn't have five goals like Holland, but he, he had an amazing game. Um, Porto and Inter drew nil-nil. Inter go through one nothing on aggregate. Real Madrid won one nothing today. They go through six two on aggregate, and Napoli beat Frankfurt three nil today. They go nil five nil. They go through five nil on aggregate. All right, all right. What was what was um, um was the second was leg the second of the leg first round or the first like half first last week or is that next week? Yeah, yeah. Then when we go through the one from last uh, yeah. week, I think we talked about it, but I forget. Benfica beat Club Rouge five one. They go through seven one on aggregate. This was actually a good one. Chelsea beat Dortmund 2 0, and then Chelsea went through 2 1 on aggregate. So they were down 1 0 going oh, into damn. the game. Oh, 1 2 0, and they're going through. Uh, Bayern beat PSG 2 0. They're going through 3 0. And Tottenham and AC Milan drew 0 0. Milan goes through 1 0 on aggregate. One of my one of my boys that I grew up with that I played a little bit of footy with, he was actually at that game. He's a Tottenham. Oh really? Fan. Oh really? Yeah, he was at that Tottenham AC Milan game in Tottenham. He was like, dude, it was so he they had really good seats. He's like, dude, but just like being in the stadium with like the anthem, like hearing the Champions League anthem like in person at the game, like dude, it was, it was awesome. The uh, the next yeah, draw is going to be dope. When is the next when draw? It's going to be draw, like next week, right? Because they right? just keep it moving. Pretty, I'm pretty sure they just pretty sure they just. Like keep things they rolling. Keep they don't take any breaks. It's it's yeah this Friday. Yeah, this Friday. Oh okay. Oh, okay. Um, for the quarterfinal draw. Not bad. Not bad. Champions League's coming around too, dude. It's gonna be getting into some good stuff. Yeah, they do quarterfinal, semifinal draws at the same time. So they basically finish out like the final, all the final games matchups. And this Friday will be determined. Who do you want to get? Um, Benfica, Chelsea, Inter, City, Milan, and Napoli. All right, so I'll give you, obviously, like, to advance, I would like to see Benfica because that's just, like, an easy route, right? Benfica or Napoli. Or one of those, I feel like it's going to be Or Milan or Inter. 
entertainment wise. Um, I'd like to see a Real Madrid Chelsea matchup. I feel like that'd be kind of fun, even though Chelsea's been pretty shit for the most part of the second half of the year. Yeah. Um, and then obviously anybody else we get, it's pretty much like fifty fifty for me. Yeah, Byron's pretty scary. They're really good. Yeah, Byron's yeah, a, they're there every year, they're dude. They're always going to be one of the scary teams. Yeah. Not the same with City. They don't scare me as much as Byron, but like they're going to be like solid as long as they've got the the crew that they have along with Pep. I don't have much faith in City, dude. I know we just fucking shit on RB Leipzig, but it's RB Leipzig. It's like, what is everybody right. saying? And at the same time, like, I just don't think they figured out how to play to, well together. Honestly. Um, but we'll see. I hope, I hope they can fucking get it together. We'll find out we'll Friday, find out when, Friday we're golfing. when we're golfing the, uh, Champions, the uh, League Champions League draw. Oh yeah, we will Let's pull up the EPL table. I, I think city won this week. I think Arsenal, I did, think too. Arsenal did too. Pretty sure they played crystal palace. They won one now. Um, yeah, city are in second. Oh, they're five points behind Arsenal. Are they even on they games, even played? games played? Yep. Yep. They've both played 27. So that means they have 11 matches left, right? They play 38. So, yeah, they got 11 matches left. That's like what? Like, like one a week? One a week. About. It usually ends like end of, like end of May, like around Champions League, right? That's about yeah. the same time. Yeah. Um, they always start squeezing them in though because games get canceled throughout the year for other. Um, and they just leave them for like the end. Yeah, they'll they'll start squeezing in like midweek games and play like two a week. Damn, that's right, Damn, dude. Because right, once Champions League comes around, they do the quarterfinals, semifinals. Because this is round of sixteen, right? So you do quarterfinals, yeah. semifinals, and they have like a week or two weeks in between semifinals yeah. and finals. And I feel like yeah. in that window is when they fit all those games in. There's yep, always because there's always like a there's madness like a of like madness, a week and a half of just fucking league soccer, like domestic league soccer. And hopefully Arsenal crumble. Nah, I think this is their year, dude. For as long as it's been since they won last, it's like 2004 or something was the last time they won. Thierry Henry. I don't know. They just got that like special kind of like. Also, dude, I'm on the Premier League website right now. This says City's next Premier League match. April first against Liverpool. The next time the next they play, time that's like two weeks, yeah. from now. two weeks from now. Yeah, that's literally, that's two, weeks literally two weeks from now. Damn. Damn. What are they gonna be doing in the meantime? I don't know. Maybe there's like an international break coming up or something. Some sort of qualifier for something. Well, because like there there are games this weekend, but City's not playing this weekend. I don't know. The I don't know. Schedules for schedules domestic for leagues domestic are always, leagues always super, super fucking confusing to me because it's like, all right, like, we play on weekends, but then sometimes on Tuesday it'll just be a random match. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. So I think City were supposed to play West Ham this weekend, but they're playing Burnley in the FA Cup on Saturday. Oh, so it got pushed, oh, so it got pushed, pushed back. back. So that yeah. game's getting getting pushed to I don't know when. It's not scheduled, it's not scheduled yet. And their, and their next, next scheduled match is April 1st. Damn. 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 
And they still have one more match against Arsenal left. So here's the thing. We're five points back, but we play Arsenal. So if that's if we win that game, then we're only two points back. Right. And that puts you at ten games left. It's still close, dude. It really is still close. That's gonna be a big game. If Arsenal beat City, that's gonna be tough, but that's pretty much that's pretty much season. Because that's gonna be eight points in ten games. Yeah. Hmm. That's interesting. That's gonna be fun. That's gonna be a fun game to watch. Let's look at let's look at La Liga because I put some money on Madrid to win the league. I don't think they're gonna do it though. No, I think they're uh, still like still six like or seven six back, or seven from, Barca. back from Barca because they just lost. They just but lost, that wasn't. But uh, they're nine points nine? back. Nine. Damn. Even on games played, they've played twenty five, so they have they have thirteen left. So, which is doable, so, which is but doable, I feel like at this point, that's a lot. And Barca's been good in the league. They've been shit everywhere, everywhere else, else. Yeah. but they they've been good in the league this year. I yeah. feel like. Um, dude, I got so many other notes in this fucking doc that we never get to. How long? What what time we got? It's been long. We got seven fifty nine, about to be eight o'clock. We just hit the two hour mark. I got a piss like a racehorse. We got time. We got time. I got some random. Andy uh said he's not going to be here till nine forty nine either, because he started late. But also, we should eat soon. So, what do we got? Um. Did you listen to the Creed Three album? The Dreamville the, one? The one? Yeah. A little bit. I listened to like the first seven or eight tracks. I think it's a solid movie soundtrack. Yeah. I have to listen to it again because I didn't really get it. I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be a good soundtrack for a movie, and I'm probably gonna have to go see it. Yeah. 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 I haven't seen me either. I'm just boxing movies don't do it for me, dude. It's the same story nah. every time. Um You ever think about I think about this every time I drive through New York, like New York City. If New York City was never turned into a city, what it would be like? Yeah, if it was still just like natural, like mountains. Think about how fucking clean all the rivers and shit that run through there would be, and it was just like filled with nature. It would be beautiful because, like, literally, like when I was driving home from Connecticut, it's like everything to my left is the city, and it looks like fucking shit, and then on the right, it's like mountains and like cliffs and rivers and i'm like what if all that was over here like it was supposed to be dude it'd be fucking gorgeous dude that's how like the that's whole like, rest of the state of new york is too like it's i know just beautiful mountains and like scenery like that but and you just and you fucking, get to the city and it's just a fucking cement yeah literally this one yep. terrible bro so dookie um the concrete jungle baby the other thing that i was thinking about today was I wonder how like they paid for all the land to get to build I ninety five because it's a long it's ass a road. road. I think about right. that actually like very often. And you and like you drive down and you have like just like regular houses like on the side of like during like oh this used to be like all their land right. and now it's yeah. not. And I wonder how much of it was they had like to pay to like obtain was, like, that good land. Faith. I wonder how much it was like good faith like. We're gonna give you this money. We're gonna buy it from you. We're gonna run our fucking road through right. here. And how much of it was like strong arming like, people to give you. up their fuck land? We're taking yeah. this land. I'm well. I'm sure they still paid them for it, but some people I'm sure were like, "Nah, I'm not fucking selling you this land." And they're like, "What the fuck? You're the last person that we need you to sell us our fucking <laughs> yeah. land." Like, okay, fine, don't sell us your land. But we're gonna maybe a nuke will accidentally slip out of a plane and land on your house. I don't it will know. only affect your house and nobody else. <laughs> Smallest nuke and then, in then it's going to be ours. <laughs> this nuke has a radius of 30 feet. That's it. But it's going to be real deadly. In your living room, dead instantly, but everybody else will be fine. That'd be a cool way to suicide. 
by nuke? Suicide by nuke. Suicide by mini nuke. It's like when you play Nazi zombies, when you get the the nuke or whatever, it kills all the zombies at one time. But not you. Not you. Right, Kyla. Right, Kyla. I like zombies. All right, let's get the fuck out of here then. Let's do it. I think Let's that was a pretty good episode, pretty good dude. Episode, we first live first in person episode, episode of the Random Roommates random podcast. podcast. It's, it's fun. It's so much, I will say it's a lot easier to just sit here and like yeah. bullshit because it's what how, this basically how we started like the idea of podcasting. This two hours flew yeah. by because <laughs> we're keeping back on a couch drinking beer and just talking to each chilling. other. Dude. Big chilling. Now I see why uh, Joe Rogan can sit there and do four hours. I know, right? Especially like because he'll have like guests that are like professionals and topics that he's super intrigued yeah. about yeah. so he's like oh dude i'm just gonna pick your brain yeah. for four hours <laughs> yeah. um all right, all right sounds good you should uh hit stop recording because i'm scared too <laughs> all right uh everybody thanks for listening we'll see you on the flip side of next week with some probably some good stories from savannah so yes wish us luck out on, the golf, luck on the golf course Hug somebody you love smooch a stranger maybe your neighbor Maybe you know that's what Mayo's into. Just make sure there's a little bit of consent. Yep. Yep. A little bit. You don't need full consent for a hug. <laughs> Just have consent for a Smooches. hug. Smooches. Smooches.